Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to No Gimmicks Needed. Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you. To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. I hear you loud and clear. Welcome back to the No Gimmick Seed of Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Andy. Joining me, not Dion says, but prime time. Hey, what's up, y'all? Oh, more of a mellow mood tonight, huh? Yep. Look, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I just watched "Must Be the Money" the other the other night, dying. I was like, "Yo, that's you need to come in to, to, to that on every podcast." It must be the. You have not seen "Must Be the Money." Why? Why should I? No, I'm saying, why should I? It's Deion Sanders' music video. Give me, give me one good reason. I might be. Hey, hey look. <laughs> I know, but give me, give me one good reason. Other than it's Deion. <laughs> because man, it's it's obnoxious. Deion is get his get his life in there, and you prime time. You may not be Deion Sanders, but you know, so you can change your looks so, around, and you could just be regular prime time. And I just say, I mean, you just come in with must be the money. <laughs> That'd be great. So, it, so if it was Diesel, I would have to come out of the shack. Oh, like which song? Like what's up, Doc? <laughs> oh, what's the worst? What's the worst shack song? I want to come My out. Biological back. didn't bother. Oh. I'll, I'll Is tell that you the that. title of it? Yes, that's that. To my opinion, oh. it's shack worst song. My biological didn't bother. Oh, I could come out to uh to uh, Kobe and Brian McKnight, or uh, C Web and um, who, who, who was he with? So Absolutely not. <laughs> I can't. Do that. Uh, don't be a ball and rap, y'all. Uh, so that's <laughs> why, yo, guys, say we're back for the uh, we just clowning. We back for the the No Give Me Seriously podcast. A lot of news. Uh, dropped this past week, and we got ourselves an email question that me and Prime are going to be answering. We haven't done that in like a, over a year, a year, some change and stuff like that. So I'm glad good. to be get- okay. See what I said? Now that's good. Yeah, I know. So you know, it's good. I like answering like email questions stuff like that. And you guys, if you guys do have a question for us, you guys can always email us at the Real Nerd Coalition dot com. Oh, no, well, that's our website. You can always uh, at Real Nerd Coalition. Oh, 
damn. What is our email? I'm sending the wrong email. My bad. Nerdcoaster Studios uh, at gmail.com. If you have any questions, you guys should do the, the Nerd Coalition Studios at gmail.com. If you can't reach me, there's always Prime's email. He probably has it up on, on his channel as well. If you guys are trying to reach uh, Prime Time for any kind of wrestling questions or topics that you guys want us to get into. But before we get into all that great stuff and things that we got to talk about, we also got to make sure that we pay the bills here and give a shout out to SpacesPhilly.com. SpacesPhilly.com. SpacesPhilly. Uh, your, your place for black podcasts is right here in the city of Philadelphia. And I know Philly has been getting a bad rap for the past couple weeks, but you know, hey, we still up here doing our thing. Hopefully we get we get Prime up here uh, one day because um, my wife, Prime, was thinking about invite, inviting you to her birthday party. When is that? October. Or she, her, her birthday is the 15th. And uh, my best friends is the 17th and my sister is the 22nd so they're going to have a party on the 16th but peep this a 90's party oh okay and I was just like yo why don't we just invite Prime and see if he can get whoever he can get for the 90's to come come with him okay okay and I was just like yeah. So, uh, yeah, but make sure y'all got to check out SpaceFilly.com. Check out all the content they have on there, you know, from Lulu and Pop, plus one, Lulu and Pop Horror. I shit. actually checked that out yesterday. You did? Yes, I did. It's like, okay. Oh, that's good, man. How'd you enjoy it? I actually like it. I might have to listen to some more. It was like, it was like, the, I guess it was the newer one, plus one, so. Yeah, the plus yeah. one, because their baby boy is here now, so. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Lulu Pop Plus One, Lulu Pop Horror Show, uh, both sides, and the Market Dark Show. Obviously, there's, there's another show up there. Uh, I forgot what was it. Mark oh, explains. I, no. Both sides is the one I seen too. I was interested in. Uh huh. And uh, it was it was another one. I I can't remember it. I just remember the art. The art I was like, okay, I gotta check this one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, as I said, space is out there for everybody, y'all. So, like, see, even Prime, who is who, who is loosely a part of it, you know, check all the stuff out too. Because the Nerd Coach got their content up there as well, such as the No Gimme Scene of Wrestling podcast, Nerdgasm Talk podcast, Drunk Thoughts, and Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond. So, uh, we are actually been recording season two of Drunk Thoughts. So, we're recording the whole season in bulk. And then we're going to release them weekly. So get ready for that. So, so we just re- we just recorded uh, episode four okay. of season of, of season two. So don't don't be shocked if we if we ask you to come aboard prime time. Okay. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you you, you remember the season one episodes, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, especially like the high school stories and stuff like that. <laughs> 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 I, I ain't trying to be a part of that episode. I ain't trying to. Oh, yo, dude, those high school stories always be funny, don't they? I mean, yeah, until somebody get mad at you. You trying to have people mad at me? Uh, ha! No, you know, we we passed that. So, uh, thank you for that. And also, my main man, Prime Time over there. Wiz Podcast, the Prime Nostalgia Podcast that you guys listen to every single Friday. Prime, who who was the lucky guest that was on this past Friday? We actually um, 
are coming up on our hundredth episode. So episode ninety nine, we just basically did like a a year in review of nineteen ninety nine. So. Oh, that's dope. You know what? You know also prime. You know you know what episode we on right now. What? what? One eighty five. Mm, okay. That means me and you are fifteen episodes from two hundred. Dope. So. We, we, we got a plan big for that 200 episode. Dope. Yeah, so... Uh, we, we, we've been on... Yeah, to, to uh, 185. So, we are right. just 15 episodes away. 15 weeks. So, so obviously, that'll be before the year is out. So, t- celebrating... You know, I, I can't wait for the countdown of 200 episodes. We didn't do... Uh, I think we, we kind of did something special for the 100 episode that we did a, while, a couple years ago. But, yeah, so now... Uh, definitely episode 200. So, I can't wait for that. So, uh, got all that great stuff out the way. So, look, we, we might as well jump right into the news. Mm-hmm. Everybody came here to, to talk about and everything. Because the news has dropped that not one, but two of the biggest free agents in professional wrestling today. I'd probably say history. I'm uh, probably. Yeah, you can say Because, I mean, look, to, to, to be fair, we haven't had a big free agent like two big free agents like on this magnitude or even higher than than I would say Kevin Ash and Scott Hall. Uh, I was going to say maybe since AJ and Shinsuke and the group brothers but maybe Shinsuke wasn't well known so I guess you can say Yeah, I, yeah and, and, and that, now, now once again I'm not comparing accomplishments because when it comes to because Scott Hall was never a world champion. No, you talk about like notoriety and like how they are. Yeah, and, and, and impact they had in that company because at that time, Razor Ramon and Diesel were one of the two top stars along with Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart in WWE in that early 90s era, that new generation era. So, see, Okay, how about how about 2001? <laughs> like 50 people was out of a job. So, yeah, you know, but it was like, but it was like, the, like when, when those people out of a job the only ones that they was pursuing was like Booker T was like and Diamond Dallas Page like like the biggest ones they had and it's yeah, like so Buff, the, the but, whole but, and oh my bad but like Buff Bagwell and Sean Stasiak and Chuck Palumbo was not cutting it yeah but I'm saying the whole NWO Goldberg Sting and all that was free agents yeah know? but no but see that's what I'm saying they went home to make money it wasn't like you know yeah. at, at, at that time there was no other wrestling business to sign. Remember, after, WWE bought everything, so all it was was WWE. Was like, so you, eventually, you're just waiting for them to get off their ass and go WWE. TNA was not as big as AEW is now. Yeah, uh, they tried, but I, it's they have reasons, I'm sure. But you know, also we have somebody that don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And, and Dixie, then you kind of exactly. Know. But see, now today we have. Uh, two of the biggest wrestling organizations because like AEW is fine on it like AEW has everything going for for it right now they have uh you know uh, a website they, they have their their own shop they have their pay-per-views they have a big cable t- this ain't no YouTube or streaming or even TNN I mean well, Spike TV was pretty big for them for Impact back in the day, but I'm talking about you're on TNT. That that's a, that's a huge cable company that's on there. Y'all got a video game that's coming out in the works. Y- y'all have top name stars on there, so you really have a legit competition in wrestling that's going on out there. 
And of course, you have other smaller wrestling co- uh, co- companies, and we didn't have that since 1996 when they had WCW, WWE, ECW. You know, like when you when you had all those other promotions, but it's like anybody could show up anywhere. So now you you had you you in an era again where you have that. That's why that's why I, I'm using the the thing of Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. But CM Punk and Daniel Bryan have reportedly signed on to AEW. This is massive for AEW, and this is just massive for. Uh, anybody who's a huge fan of professional wrestling because right now just having uh, I'll start with CM Punk just having these guys on the the roster alone helps bring up the value of AEW and this is honestly if he was just a a commentator I would still be happy I'd be like okay yeah I would but I do think like now, now CM Punk is great on the mic and I know, obviously, especially with him being 42 years old, I know that he would uh, probably do a lot of talking. But if Sting is 60-something years old, still out there being Sting, I truly think that CM Punk can take some time to knock knock, knock the ring rust off. And this is, comes, this is also going to come on the heels because in August, August 13th, I believe, we're getting the Rampage show on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So, me and Prime have not discussed how we are going to review that show, whether we do it on Sunday with the regular podcast. We can't do it with the Wednesday Night War if it's going to be its own review. I'm not necessarily sure how that's going to be because, you know, I, I still do watch SmackDown. And like I said, Smack, SmackDown is better than Raw. So, like I said, we, we got to see if it's good first. I think Rampage, it's, it's, it's like an hour show. So, I, I figure it'll be like. Uh, so it's. So was Saturday morning slam. That was over the E though. Okay. Said <laughs> that, that 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 was the. It, so was Thunder. Was Thunder an hour or two? Two hours. Okay. See, the the difference is like this. I think AEW will handle this like a SmackDown. But I also think that because I, I like they already have two YouTube shows in Dark and uh, what was it? Elevation, elevation, uh, elevation, where mm-hmm. all, all their their roster who does not get too much screen time from your Sunny Kisses to your Joey Janellas to, to to those kind of people uh, are there having matches. So Rampage, I think Rampage is going to be another storyline show, but it'll mm-hmm. just it, it'll just be to focus either on some of the lower storylines that don't get much time on Dynamite because obviously Dynamite is going to be headed for your main event stuff. But if you have Rampage, like, I, I think, like, for, for instance, uh, we, we've seen Dynamite for the past two, you know, two weeks. But it's like maybe Miro can do more on Rampage also. To help, you know, like he could be, like, the main inventor of Rampage. Yeah, it could be. Like so, you know, when it comes to the TNT Championship, especially because, you know, we, we haven't had too many TNT Championships on TNT since Cody had the the belt so you can start doing doing more of those you can actually start doing more with the tag team championships you can actually start show, like i would like to see more private party not yeah, just that's what i was gonna say yeah not just to see them in matt hardy's stable just you know just, just, to, just to see more private party to see more lucha bros to see even i can't believe i'm saying well this. not gonna see we're not gonna see that much lucha bros they get hurt every other Every other, every other, yeah, you know I'm saying, but or even see more dark order, you know what I'm saying, or the you know, thing. So, 
John Silver, I do like John Silver, so he can actually get some uh, type of stuff. So, CM Punk has not been wrestling since... Uh, two, He's been training, though. Huh? He's been training, but not... Yeah, but I mean, his last wrestling match was the, the, the Royal Rumble for 2014. That, that he um. had... I think it was something. I remember it was something after that. It definitely. Yeah. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to say it was New Age Outlaws, but I think it was something dealing with it. I, I got the the New Age Outlaws may been may have been before. Okay. I, I said we had check, but neither there. Uh, so that's when he retired. Got into got to UFC. Got his ass kicked, and then they they tried that stint with him to bring him back to that WWE oh. backstage show because they thought. Bring no, that wasn't well. Now that wasn't their doing. No, but they they did agree to it. Fox brought it back, they, but but they, they were trying to get major views on that backstage show with CM Punk, but that was never going to work in the first place because it's a it's a sport. They're trying to make it a sports analyst show for wrestling, and that doesn't really work. And on top yeah. of that, you really can't be truth like. When Stephen A. and Max Kellerman are, you know, are going at it, or Skip and Shannon Sharp are going at it, they're just being real of how they feel. I don't know why Vince or WWE trying to do these kind of shows because Vince is not going to allow them to talk like they want to talk. And CM so, uh, Punk knows that. Punk, Punk, and I think Booker was everybody else had to like, you know, kind of be in character. Yeah, but and so it's like, but they really can't say if they don't like a certain superstar. And they don't want to. They can't put a superstar over because Vince wants them to put a superstar over. Like it, it, it's like Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. He's too involved. Mm-hmm. So that was never going to work. But him coming to AEW, that it that alone, that atmosphere, just brings so much stuff to the roster. At first, I was just like, damn, everybody's just going is just leaving and going to AEW. But hold on. This is really making it work because now the dream matches to me. Now, I'm not sitting there saying that 42-year-old CM Punk is going to have a five-star match with Kenny Omega. I'm not saying that. Even, uh, we don't know because Kenny can do it with a broomstick. So we don't we don't know. Uh, you, you are right. Kenny can do it with a broomstick. And seeing all that stuff happen, seeing how su- successful they are with that, oh, absolutely. I, could, I, de- I definitely can see Dale Bryan's and CM Punk's first year is going to be crucial. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially CM Punk, so they got three dates in Chicago. Their Rampage show on their, or they have a Dynamite show. Uh, that's the last Dynamite before All Out. Then their Rampage show is going to be in Chicago. That's the last Rampage show before All Out. And of course, All Out is in Chicago. So it's looking like CM Punk is going to show up one of them days, and maybe just to come out. Now I don't know if Tony Khan wants to try to have him wrestle on that show. And like bring him out on dynamite. Nah, I would. Me, me personally, I've said I would. Honestly, I would probably have Daniel Bryan wrestle on that show, and then have CM Punk kind of like, like at the end of the Daniel Bryan match, come out and stare Daniel think, Bryan down. I, I, I don't. They're not using him until uh, after the whole thing. Who Daniel or CM Punk? Daniel. Okay. Well. Well, I'm still seeing punk, so that that right there will be just mind dropping. And, you know, it kind of sucks that we live in this social media age that we can't get surprised anymore. Because just imagine watching All Out, right? And, and we're sitting there, 
and it's probably Kenny Omega. Nah, versus- this one, nah, I think this one is not not that they have to spoil it, but like speculation is gonna have more people buy it rather than you know just buying just for the matches. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, you know what? That's right too. Because if they keep the mystery of what Chicago show he's gonna come at. It's gonna make people want to buy every ticket to each one of Chicago shows. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you you do got a point. Yeah, like I said, just just to see CM Punk in the world of wrestling with a microphone, is just beautiful. Like it's something that I wanted to see because I was a huge fan of CM Punk. Yeah, I was especially to that whole 2011, 2012, 13 era. I was huge fan of CM Punk. I, I, I as soon as he got his his documentary. I went right out and got that joint. WWE 13 came out. I went right out and got that joint. Like I, all the CM Punk stuff that happened in tw- 2012, which, is, which was which was his best year, his World Championship year. Yeah, I I I went out there. I got he came to so funny thing. He came to Philly, right? Uh-huh. He came to he came to Comic Con, and I never been to a con. This is before I started going to Comic Con. And I remember I wanted to go. To, I was like, "Yo, see a punk coming to Philly. We gotta find a way to get to Comic Con. I never been to one before. I never knew how how it was. When I looked on there to get tickets, bruh, I couldn't afford that. <laughs> at, especially at that time, Comic Con was expensive. So it it was great because next year, um, my my wife, uh, it was a girlfriend at that time. She uh, finally got me tickets for the first time to go to a Comic Con. I was so excited. But CM Punk was the year before. I wanted to go because he had a whole panel where he was speaking eyes, talking to the Philly crowd, and then he was obviously taking pictures. And they had a joint thing where CM Punk would take your your picture with Stan Lee. Oh, that's oh. That, that, he was doing because you you're not a bunch of a fan. CM Punk he comes out and says it's clobbering time all the time. So he yeah, had a he yeah. had a deal where it's like you can take a picture of CM Punk or you can take a picture of Stan Lee, but CM Punk like yo, I will offer me to be in the picture with Stan Lee. Oh. I wanted that in the worst way. I wanted that in the worst way. I did get to be Stan Lee uh the next year in twenty thirteen. That was the last comic con he ever went to. Dang. So I was so glad I got to meet him. Uh he did run his own at one point too. Yeah, but then he like I said, he got too sick, got too old, and obviously he passed away. So I was like, so I was like, I'm glad I got to be Stanley. But I, t- you don't know how bad I wanted that CM Punk. Sent. I'm like, yo, the, the guy was just the guy was just, I, I, of what people said in Philly. You know what was a cool guy? I say he from the city too. He from Chicago, so he already know how Philly is around here. So I was like, that was the thing. So I'm like, yo, CM Punk come back into wrestling. I could probably have another chance to meet him. Now, the other side of that coin is Dale Bryan or Brian Danielson making his return because we just, last time we seen Dale Bryan was in the main event at WrestleMania. This man's coming off hot, or like, that's a big star signing already. Now, we know WWE was trying to have exclusive rights and try to make a deal with New Japan because they really wanted to keep Dale Bryan. Dale Bryan wanted to go and uh, wrestle different promotions like New Japan opposed to WWE. Now, you know Vince was having that. But I'm sure Triple H tried to, you know, come up with exclusive deals. And New Japan said no, because we already in a lucrative deal with AEW to the point where 
their stars can cross over with AEW and Impact Wrestling, which is I think is good for the business, and it helps it helps everybody out. And as we've seen this past week on, on Fighter Fest on Dynamite, that they will have their champions change hands on their show. Yeah, surprising. Yeah, because I I did not that, think that actually surprised. Yeah, because I did not think New Japan would would, would I know they would help mix the superstar because we we see Kenta earlier. Uh, was it this year or, or late last year? Oh, that was this year. Because that's what I thought. That's what I thought should have uh, should have won it at that point. But you know, I'm not mad at Archer either. Yeah. So you know, see, seeing Kenta, I was like, okay, so they'll obviously have their their New Japan stars uh, come and because didn't Jeff Cobb come at the end of uh, uh, Slam Anniversary on Impact? No, 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 not Jeff Cobb. Uh, it was somebody, Jay from, huh? Jay White. Jay White, yeah, came. My bad. Yeah, uh, uh came at at the end of the show. So when it comes to that impact, AEW, hey, hey, he, he, he he came in and he got a uh, a black uh, bullet club member. Oh, okay. Yeah. So so when when it comes to that impact wrestling, uh, AEW or that uh, New Japan stuff, I mean, all that stuff is great. You know, it's good for the business. So WWE's the only one that's missing out on that bullshit. So Dale Bryan, like yo, I'm going. Now Dale Bryant, it's like I I want to see Dale Bryant in all the matches. Like I I want to see Dale Bryant and Kenny Omega. I want to see Dale Bryant and Adam Page. I want to see Dale Bryant and uh Sammy Guevara. Dale Bryant and MJF. Like I'm not talking about the people that Dale Bryant has fought before in WWE at a time before. I'm talking about all these new. So you, so you, so you're not gonna be ready for that Daniel Bryan Christian Cage special. Man, fuck that, man. I don't want Daniel Bryan Matt Hardy. I don't, I don't want no Dale Bryant and no knees Matt Hardy, man. I want Dale Bryant and and, and like Darby Allen, you know. Dale Bryan, Lance Archer, like like those homegrown AEW talents, like. I've seen. I I, I think I, I maybe wouldn't mind Dan Bryan and Cody again, because I I think they they, they, they barely even touched. No, because he would not win. Oh, you right on that one. You're right on that one. But you know, just all all the possibilities that Dan Bryan, you know, that Dan Bryan can do, I think will be just dope. So that is something that I am really looking forward to and excited for. Now they have a show in New York at the. What what arena is that? It's the, it's not Madison Square Garden. Arthur Ashe Stadium. You said the, the what stadium? Arthur Ashe yeah, Stadium. No, at the Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York. Uh, so it's I, I don't know if it's is it a regular dynamite or is it one of the special shows? It's one of the special shows, but it's like it'll be their biggest attendance ever. The biggest attendance. I know it's supposed to be like twenty for anything. Supposed to be how much? Like twenty thousand. I think so. Yeah, so that right there is so, what. A, is, I, I mean, I personally would have. Huh? I, I personally would say that for a, a pay per view, but I said I personally would have say that for a pay per view, but sure, regular show. I mean, I would too, but then once again, if they if the CM Punk is thinking about you know coming mixed also, obviously you will bring CM Punk out for all out for Chicago. But it's like, do you really want to wait all the way down to? Revolution to bring in Daniel Bryan if, if he's available. Mm-hmm. So you, you probably try to bring in the, the biggest show you got, and then you can build up to Daniel Bryan having a match. Like 
if if Dale Bryant comes out in, in, in that in, on that September show, uh, you, it's a possibility that he. So when is all out? August or, or September? Uh, it's it's August. Oh, I thought it was September. Okay. Well, it it, it could be early September. Okay. It, neither it's here September fifth or something. So yeah, because Dan Bryan comes after that, then yeah, you build him up for a match for Revolution. You and I, you, you never know. I think if that's the case, CM Punk and Dan Bryan probably be the first ones to start at all, because CM Punk would have to go go in the ring with somebody he's comfortable with first. Uh, not always. He he just. He is still, he's not rusty. He's not rusty, so he, he'll be. Finished. I have not seen CM Punk in the ring yet, so I don't know if he's rusty. No, are you talking about, oh, I thought you meant, sorry, I thought you meant. Yeah. No, no, Dan Bryan not rusty. I'm talking about CM Punk. Uh, when you said comfortable, I thought you meant, okay, sorry. No, I'm, ta- I'm talking for CM Punk, so I don't know. No, I mean, Dan Bryan getting in the ring with Kenny Omega right now, or Will Ospreay, even though he's not part of AEW, but I'm just saying. But even Dan Bryan going to do some stuff for New Japan, that's what I would love to see also. Coke. What about Coke? What about who? Coke. Coke. Boom, boom. Oh, you know what? I think that would be unique. I would see Coca Bay and CM Punk do something. That would be. They might, but I don't think so. You, you, you don't think so? He probably still mad. Oh, CM Punk, call me. He, I, you know, he do whole grudges, though. CM Punk do whole grudges like it ain't nobody's fucking business. I was like, yo, bro, I need you to fucking get over this, John. But who am I here to say? So that is that. that look, I am. Beyond excited, I think this this does great things for the wrestling industry. And WWE is like, look, y'all better y'all gonna lose these people because if they see that this you is know, successful. Hold on, before you say that, do you know what they uh what their retaliation was? What was it? It's like, oh, we lost Punk, we lost Brian. Let's get back Strowman. Give a fuck about Strowman. Nobody. I mean, the biggest thing WWE did, which was probably smart, was they they got back Samoa Joe for NXT. Well, it's well. I don't. Vince probably don't even know. <laughs> he I mean, probably he knows, don't. but you know, he don't. I mean, but yeah, but 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 at that time, he was another big free agent. But they 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 scooped him back up, and now they probably feel suit because first of all, when AJ's thing is retired, he going back with his friends. Yeah, I think he. Why would he AJ say he, sign? He, for, say he, he say he don't want to go nowhere else, but nah. Yeah, he said that now, but I don't think he's not the good brother. I mean, like, look, look at the look at the stuff that is going on in AEW. If AJ like, okay, look, I can retire from WWE. I can have a Hall of Fame. I, I, I had a Hall of Fame career already. But it's like when his contract is up, when Shinsuke's contract is up, when Cesaro's contract is up, I can see them all jumping ship. Ah, uh, nah, he just nah, he just got a five year. He ain't going nowhere. Who? Uh, Cesaro. Oh, he. Oh, he got. Oh, yeah. But if they release him, shit. No, when I say just signed, I mean like after, like after Roman. Damn. Yeah. Shit. Damn. I could. I don't know. Tell you whatever. Well, well. But you know, Shinsuke Nakamura though, and AJ Styles, I could definitely see them. Uh, just. Going, 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 jumping ship, and and so they can have some cool stuff with them over AEW, especially if they're gonna have two shows. Cause, cause I think Rampage may be a success, where they may bump it up for for a two hour type deal. 
Maybe, or they'll move it up because it still is late, so they might not get the views that they want because it's late. Yeah, it's supposed to come on like after SmackDown, right? Like at ten o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. So it it might not, depending on. So, uh, final thoughts on that before we, before we move on to the other stuff. I'm just ready. Oh, I know you're ready. Yeah, I think it's I do, I think it's gonna be glorious. Oh, sh- I, speaking of glorious, I know he probably gonna leave too. Well, his contract is up. Real quick though, I you know I I don't know I don't know how to feel about Hangman. Nope. I, what you mean? I, I do. Huh? So what you mean by your you know how I feel about Hangman? Because if he wins, I don't want to see him versus Punk. Like for Punk's first few, but I don't want to. I, I, I don't think Punk goes into the championship scene. I think that that, that I think Dale Bryan goes to the championship scene. Punk goes into, you know, more of the mid card. He doesn't get his footing back, and the, I would not put somebody who has not, look ca- character or popular popularity or not. I'm not going to put somebody who has not wrestled since 2014, and just over six. That's about six years ago or seven years ago that has not wrestled. Going into my top program, despite him training or not, Daniel Bryan on the other hand, I say, I say Kenny. Somebody gets Kenny. One of them gets Kenny's. So when Kenny loses, one of them is getting Kenny. Yeah, I see. See if Punk can get Kenny Omega, and then you can give Daniel Bryan Adam Page, and then you you can you can start Daniel Bryan there for the championship, and then when when Punk's like, oh snap, he can still have a, a decent match with Kenny Omega because he can have a match with a broomstick. Or or and he's getting his footing back. It's kind of like Miro. It's like okay, Miro first came in and he was the best man. He started doing all this mm-hmm. other bullshit. But now he's he's where he belonged, right there in the champ. He's a champion, and he's a very dominant. He let he let that Kip Saban shit go. But at the beginning, it's like no, let's let's, let's get your footing back, you know, together. Uh, definitely was not a Miro thing. Say what? I don't think. I don't think that was a Miro thing. I think that was a booking thing. They just ain't know what to do. It, it, well, yeah, I mean that too. But but now we, we can see how much of a dominant he can be. So I'm I'm just saying I can see the same going for CM Punk. You just get you just give him you know th- these mid card feuds that that are high mid card feuds. You know Moxley and then you, uh, Omega, QT Marshall. You know just throw him in there. Ooh, who are we talking about? Cause <laughs> who are we I'll, talking about? I'll play. I'm not gonna put CM Punk in there with QT Marshall. Oh okay. See, I, any of them names, I was like. But the, you know, or or even like CM Punk versus Malachi Black, that would be dope. Yeah, that would be dope. And then you put Dan Bryan right there with Adam Page in the main event, and they can they, they can start their, their rivalry. But it'll be two big baby faces, so you know, it'll, it'll be curious to see how they play that one out. But real quick, uh, let's just go over to Friday Night SmackDown. I know you did not see. The show, but I am going to go over SmackDown uh, real quick because we're from SmackDown is live from two locations. We have one from uh, Cleveland, Ohio, where we're at, and then we're at Roll. Was it Rolling Rock or Rolling Live? Rolling Loud. We're Rolling Loud from Miami, and boy, that was that a failure. So, you know, I don't understand what's going on with that, but boy, was that a failure. Uh. So of course, uh, 
we, we, we start off SmackDown with uh, John Cena. John Cena comes out. Huge motivation. The crowd was like really, really digging Cena here in Cleveland tonight. And uh, Cena comes out. And he comes back to challenge Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. And then uh, he talks about, you know, Reigns sucks, stuff like that. And then he says, look, I know things have been changed here in Cleveland. Such as, you know, the Cleveland Indians have been changed to the Cleveland Guardians. And, you know, some people are, don't, are cool with that. Some people are pissed by that. Uh, it doesn't matter to me, honestly. But I think that happened like that day, didn't it? Yeah, it did. So, you know, it, 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 was, it was touchy. But he said, look, I, I, I'm going to change my, my middle name to Guardians, too, because uh, I got to come here and be the Guardian to withhold any kind of respect WWE has left. I was like, yo, how was he able to get around to that line? He kind of just came at WWE neck as he came back. But that scene, he can do shit like that. Uh, So, huh? What they going to do, fire him? Yeah, yeah good, good point. I'm about I said, what so they going to do, fire him? Yeah, whatever they, whatever respect he got, whatever they got left. Yeah, yeah, we gonna go ahead and fire John Cena, please. John Cena, after he's done with SummerSlam, he's going back to make another movie in Europe. So that's what Cena is about to do. So he asked the crowd, "Are we gonna be Team Jorts or Team Cargo Pants?" Family. I said, "What?" Would you see? I I like what he said that because I was like, "Cargo Pants." <laughs> yeah, I do say car. He said, "Team Roman or Team Cena." And he said, Roman Reigns, where you at? He calls him out. He don't come out. He said, Roman Reigns can't see uh, see me. And after uh, SummerSlam, Roman Reigns is going to know that the champ is here. But then Paul Heyman comes out. And Paul Heyman says, look, uh, that, see, you have it all wrong. He says, Reigns can't hear you. Uh, hear you. And he says, you're simply not worth listening to. So he says, don't worry. Reigns will answer your challenge. When he decides to lay on the night because the tribal chief is here. And then Paul Haber starts mocking John Cena. I thought that was funny. That's why I texted you. I was like, yo, Heyman is hilarious. Did you see that part? Oh, that's what I okay. I did see it. Yeah, I was like, oh, God. It, it, it was it's, nice. one of, huh? it's, it's one of them things where it's funny the second time. Taste it the second time. <laughs> yeah. Uh,. Finn Balor versus Sami Zayn, so we're not saving this for SummerSlam at all. So we, we are right there at it. Finn Balor comes, and he's and of course it's no surprise they put on a, a good matchup to these two. Uh, Finn, Finn Balor goes for the the, the shotgun dropkick and goes for the coup de gras on Sami Zayn and wins the match. What? Is, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you did you just say? Did it? Wait, you you're breaking up. What'd you say? Did you just say that they weren't going at SummerSlam? I said it looks like they're not going to go at Did it. Did you say that they weren't going at SummerSlam? Yeah, they're not going to go at Why'd you think that? I thought that Finn Balor, I thought this would probably be Finn Balor's first robbery when he came back. Why would... Look. Uh, wait a minute. Bro, you are wait, breaking wait, up wait, and you're wait, trying wait. to, it's like you're trying to tell a joke here. I'm like, where are you getting at here? All this is failing. So I'm like, so what, what? can can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, I said, why would you think that they're not still going to go at it? I mean, look, because honestly, I don't know what the plans are, especially after how the main event ended. So, you know, I mean, I know we want to come over here, just be, you know, 
WWE could consistent here. But once again, like I said, I don't know if it's going to be a one and done thing. Sammy's going to come out, screw Finn, whatever the case may be. I, I necessarily don't know. But it was still a good match here on SmackDown. Uh, Barry Corbin is backstage and uh, he's actually lost money uh, with his crowdfunding effort. Corbin says he thinks that then he was stolen. He had to ride the bus to get here. Try to be depressed. Um, Big E makes his way to the ring with the briefcase. The crowd actually does change. You deserve it. And Big E's like, I appreciate y'all. So uh, as, he's about to, as he's about to start talking, Apollo Crews comes out and mocking Big E. But then here comes Zingler and Rude. They come out. And then here comes Nakamura. And then here comes Cesaro saying he wants Apollo's championship. So there comes a brawl. And then the faces, Nakamura, Big E, and uh, Cesaro take out the Dirty Dogs, and Apollo Crews. Now, what happens is we get a six-man tag in Cleveland. They are off of the six-man tag. We have to go to Rolling Loud in Miami. Uh So we go over to Rolling Loud, and we have Wale up on the stage, and Wale's talking about something. Yo, when I say uh, we want to smoke, you say we want to smoke. And I said, okay, so they are going to do Primetime's idea, British Street Profits out here because they need to. <clears throat> so yeah, that was a bad idea. What what you mean, Bridge? She prophesied? Yeah, I, I, I now that I think about it, think about the crowd, they could they could have went a different direction. Well, you know what? Honestly, I I don't. It's dep- see, it depends. What it does the what does how do I put this? You know, my wife knows the whole music genre type stuff, but like, what is what does the hip hop crowd look like today? Because hip hop ain't what it used to be, you know. If this was like, I know, but this is you know urban urban use. But yeah, it's urban use. But a lot of I see a lot of white kids in that audience also. Yes, it was, but you know, this is that basically should call this concert urban use, and the white the white is Coachella almost in a sense, and this is uh, urban use because it's like you know it's like there's like hip hop, and then there's like hip hop pop music now. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it ain't like we're going to the Source Awards here. That's probably yeah. But the, this is this crowd is still the baby, little baby, Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi B, and all them kind of people. Yeah, but all them, you know, white folks listen to them people's too. Yes. Yeah. But, so so it's 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 like it's like a real it's like you know a real mixed crowd in there, which is like okay, do we watch wrestling type thing? That's that's that was what I was getting to. That's uh-huh. why I would have did it differently. But uh, I guess we can wait until after we talk about what happened to tell you what I would do differently. Not that thing. Okay. Because then we have Angel Dawkins coming up with, with a match with Chad Gable. And Which, I was just, I was like, whoa, this is this is a change. Because eventually, I think it was, what match was they supposed to have on there? I forgot. There's, there's a match that they were supposed to have that they uh, changed at the last minute and put this match on. Uh,. So it wasn't really much. Uh, Dawkins pins Gable with a slam and covers him for a three count. Then we go on to uh, Bianca Belair comes out while she probably still in the ring, obviously, and uh, she makes her way to, uh, makes her way to the ring and it's her versus Carmella for the women's championship. And it's a, it's a standard matchup. It's it's, it's it's okay, but the crowd was again. It, it, like I said, I was I was touching you like, is it like an echo or something I'm hearing because I'm not hearing virtually almost anything from, from, coming from fear from the crowd and then uh, uh, Bianca Belair hits the KOD 
to uh, Carmella and wins the matchup. So that was the Rolling Loud part. There's only two matches that's going to be at, at Rolling Loud. And uh, so what would you have done uh, differently? I, so I would have went with I would have went with stuff nostalgic stuff for the culture, all right? Since these are people mostly in their twenties and thirties, most likely. I would have pulled out like Rey Mysterio versus somebody or Jeff Hardy versus somebody. Because everybody knows everybody knows the mask of Rey Mysterio, so they could have got behind Mysterio. Or Jeff Hardy. They could have got behind Jeff Hardy. Uh especially when he did the Swan Time and stuff or Rey Mysterio did the six one nine. Yeah. I, I probably would have went after one of those two, and because a lot of people use Ray and Jeff in their songs as references to whatever. Gotcha. See, uh, uh, go not, ahead. Not this. Not to say that anybody knew was hurting it. Like I would, I would like Bianca versus whoever, not not Carmella, but like uh, I, I think getting the that crowd more into it rather than people watching at home would have been more. I would have put more like somebody. Older versus somebody newer that's a heel, like Ray versus Baron Corbin, just have a regular match with that. Like, you know. Yeah, see, I think it's like this because remember, I said Vince is racially insensitive, right? Yeah, so when you hear hip hop, you think black people, black brown people kind of thing. We, we dig hip hop, so they, they figured if we put all the black people seriously, if you put the black people on the Rolling Loud show, they'll get over like that. But I'm like. You gotta think about who, like, the hip hop fan is. Okay, so say if, like, you're right. If you got somebody in your thirties in that in that crowd, it's like, okay, the the average thirty year old hip hop head or late twenties hip hop head don't watch wrestling anymore, especially not Vince McMahon's wrestling. But everybody remembers Jeff Hardy. Because it's Jeff Hardy from, uh, you know, the yeah. early two thousands. Everybody remembers Raven Steel, mm-hmm. even hip hop Raven Steel. Those are guys that are older that you are. Or, absolute, or huh? oh, I mean, instead of or even instead of having two matches, they could have Edge come out there and like cut a promo, and just talked, you know, talked about how much you want to beat up Roman or whatever. Because Edge is nostalgic still. Edge could came out there, did his interest yeah. fireworks and all that, or something, you know. Yeah, but you know because but I I really feel as though WWE thought that white folks wouldn't get over get over in in a hip hop concert. I'm like that's that's not necessarily the case. You gotta you gotta you gotta mm-hmm. know your audience. It ain't just it ain't, it ain't always gotta be like well let's put the black people in here because they black and they, they, the street profits are they listen to hip hop. I'm like yeah, but if they don't know who the street profits are, they'd rather you bring out crime time for all that. <laughs> You know, see, if they don't know, if they don't know who the street profits are, like if you these hip hop heads probably only know for a new act is the new day. Maybe not even the new day. Maybe, maybe not. So, I think the whole thing was kind of like a failure. Obviously, I, I think it was a failure, but they can learn. Yeah, but the thing is, hopefully they learn. Yeah. Uh, but, Black. Uh, also, oh. also before we even get to it, I would have. Change the, the match format. Like, why are y'all trying to have like a full, like, move for move type of thing? Like, I would have just did the greatest hits and leave. That too. Yeah, it? like, if yeah. they had Ray, they could have had Ray do some flippy stuff and then have the opponent kind of beat him down for a little bit. Then him 
do his comeback and then the 619. We don't want to see no technical uh, 10 count outside the ring. Who, nobody even knows what that is. You right. You are right. It, it was a failed experiment. Maybe they're trying to get people a hype for Cardi. I don't know. For SummerSlam, I couldn't tell you. But it, it, it looks like it was a failed experiment, but I hope it, I hope they try again and understand it better next time. Um, you had this idea in my head of Sasha Banks coming. Now, yeah. so I was sitting here like, maybe she will. And she um, didn't. I was like, oh, that was even more disappointing. That was disappointing. I'm about to say, because Sasha is... is in a trial with both worlds so as Snoop's cousin but as a a popular women's champion you know I think she could have got over more than anybody else did over there people still yeah, I like Bianca Belair but people still learn who she is mm-hmm. um so backstage oh, Snoop Dogg could have could have came out and be like yes yes y'all yes so fresh y'all whatever he <laughs> said it could have been something. It could have been something, but not. Uh, Shazi Blackheart Tegan Knox, Knox taking Ember Moon's spot, which is bothering me. Uh, trying to fix her tank, Ember, uh, while Baron Corbin is up there trying to ask, apologize to Kevin Owens, and Corbin has been a jerk for years. And Owens says he can't be surprised that nobody feels bad for Corbin, but Owens takes out his wallet and gives him some money. As he does, oh, they finally get her tank fixed, and it blasts Corbin right in the balls. Then, then. Rude and Zinger come and take the money that court that Kevin Owens gave Corbin, and uh, Owens tried to come back and try to protect him with a cheer. I was like, okay. Meanwhile, Edge comes out for the ring for a promo, and then uh, he's sitting talking. And so he goes back to 2014 when uh, oh excuse me, excuse me. Uh, he said he had the mysterious watching out for the Usos, but never anticipated Rollins. Edge says this is bigger. Edge says he goes back to 2014 when they first met. Edge said that Rollins didn't pull the trigger then because he never thought Edge would be back. Because I like how he did the callback to remember when he, he was just like, I was going to crush Edge's neck if John Cena doesn't join the authority storyline. Mm-hmm. Which was, I, I, yeah. It was dumb, but I appreciate the callback. Yeah. I appreciate the callback. And so, uh, you know, I, 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 I enjoyed it. Uh, Edge refers to, you know, the brood of Ministry of Darkness. Rollins comes out and interrupts Edge. Says, it's Grandpa Edge. <laughs> and we talk about the man he used to be. Edge tells Rollins to shut up and then, and that he is embarrassing himself. Edge invites Rollins to come down to the ramp. Uh, Rollins is going to come out there and talk, you know, and t- talk about this bullshit. Then I had to get up and I, I missed the rest of the promo. Uh, but... Uh, I know there's like, like, like a little fight suit. Rollins gets Edge down on the mat. And then Edge tries to lift up for a DT and then go for the spear. But Rollins escapes from the ring. Obvious uh, SummerSlam type match. I don't know what the hell. Se- Do you like this Seth Rollins? I, I don't. But um, maybe he'll get more serious because he's in the actual good big view. Like, like it's like this preacher style leader Seth Rollins I was like I don't get it I mean I'm glad he's going back to his regular music but these damn uh, eyesore suits he does suits. not have his regular he has a new song he don't have Burn It Down no more no oh, he has the same intro that's it oh 
His his burn it down is how Stone Cold Glass used to break, but it was a different song. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, Tony Storm is in here and she has a match up against Selena Vega. So uh Tony Storm is now in here and she uh debuts her new finishing move called the Storm One. So the Storm yeah. Zero, huh? Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. You I didn't get why she had to change it, but all right. Well, well, the thing is, the Storm Zero is a Tiger Driver. It's not what she what she's doing here, which is kind of like a Randy Orton Nightbreaker. We're supposed to come down somebody's head, but Selena Vega kind of like overflipped in it. But yeah, it's 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 the Storm One, so she can still use the Storm the Storm Zero, which is which is basically the pure, the Pearl River Plunge. Yeah, so why don't she? She didn't have that. I mean, she probably for... still got it, but it's like it's like debuting, just like debuting something new also. I think it looks cool. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, the Usos make their way to the ring, and uh, the Roosters, the Usos, or the Drunksos, or whatever you want to call them. I thought she was gonna call them the Roosters. That's what they look like. The yeah, I don't understand this this bright red hair. I don't get it. Like, I don't like because Selena Vega got got it going on too. I'm like, I don't get it. Well, Zelina, that's a she's doing like a uh, anime character. Oh, okay. But I doubt the Usos are doing an anime character. You know, yeah, they just being urban use for the sake of being urban use. Now, yo, yo we gonna do red today, Us. Okay. So we got Jimmy Uso versus Dominic Mysterio uh, in this matchup. So now, first of all, I thought Jimmy Uso had gold in his hair. I like he, he he like he went red also. So he he, he did have gold in it, but he changed. Cause he wanna be like his brother, I guess. So I'm like, yo, what is up with this red? I, I really don't get his eyesore. Uh, there was supposed to be a like a botch. Like it's supposed to, to one who was supposed, supposed to catch Dominic and Samoa drop, but it didn't happen. But uh, Uso gets a roll up, and Jay holds Jimmy in place. But with the ref's back's turn, so Jimmy Uso gets another win. So mm-hmm. it, 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 it's just the path we down, folks. Uh, after the matchup, Roman makes his way and uh, Paul him by his side, and then Roman comes out and to cut a promo to acknowledge him uh, for SmackDown. So Roman comes in there and Roman was just like, "All right, you got me in 2017. I'm about to show you, though. I'm not that same guy." And I like, wait, huh? I thought see, I thought Roman won that match. No, I'm talking about he didn't win the promo. Oh, I'm not definitely not. Okay. <laughs> Remember when Cena literally cut his balls off and handed it to him? Yeah, okay. yeah. So, but Roman was 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 so much better this time around. He said, first of all, he said, "Man, Josh, he talked about so I can't see him." He like, "You're right because you know I thought when Hollywood when Zombie he come back, he have a new look, you know, have new music, new mood. It's the same nostalgia act, the same hat, same clothes, same music." Same everything. It's a nostalgia tour. He said, "If if I want to see nostalgia, like somebody I know." Yeah, yeah, I know. He's trying I, to put. I ain't gonna say who it is. Uh, Sound like somebody I know. And he just said, "Look, if I wanted to look at nostalgia, I just look up to, uh, in there go for 2005 John Cena. Even though this is more like 2006, 2007. But anyway, because 2005 was Chain Gang. But um, he says, uh, Rain says he has no desire to see John Cena." Uh, especially in the main events, Summer Slam. He says, um, "Cena is like the missionary position." 
and just keep going on and on and on. He said, look, the big dog ain't interested in a missionary. Big dog likes variety in the bed. Great line. Yo, I was digging Roman throughout this whole promo. I was digging Roman throughout the whole promo. And I was like, yo, he is so much better in 2017 when Cena laid, laid him out. And I was like, yo, he said, I'm gonna give I'm gonna get my receipt. And yeah, like, uh, he's way better now because he's more comfortable and he's more I feel like him he's more he can just talk more trash. You don't gotta be like the overly good guy. Exactly, yeah. 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 Now of course, you know, Cena's still gonna be Cena, so he I know he's gonna he's gonna come back, but I I love the whole missionary line. So then he said he, he ain't challenging uh, John Cena at SummerSlam. But then Finn Balor comes out. And Finn Balor's like, well, if you're not interested in Cena, then you may be interested in me. So, so uh-huh. I, okay, I didn't catch, like, how they got into it. Are they trying to do the same thing that they did a few years ago when he was like, I never got my rematch? Kind of, yeah, because I think, I think Balor and Reigns would be a great match. and But I think it's going to obviously be some shenanigans. I thought... When Finn Balor come back to SmackDown, I thought he was going to save Finn Balor for the fall. Like, kind of like after Roman's done with Cena, he needs somebody to go up with it to feud with during the fall. And I thought that would probably be well, Finn it, Balor. It'll probably be the, uh, what you call it, then, the uh, the draft or yeah. the whatever they call it now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the, yeah. the draft before Survivor Series. It's just this time. Yeah. Which is stupid. I got to have an alliance for a, 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 you know, a show I just got on it, yesterday. Exactly. I agree with you. I agree with you. Dress me at, at the Mania. But, um, sure. Uh, or if, if they're going to do that, make it, make it at the Survivor Series because right now it don't make no sense. But, so it looks, looks like he's going to probably have a match with Roman in probably about two weeks. And then, uh, it's probably be some shenanigans. shenanigans. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if Sami Zayn is going to come out or not. But uh, if he does, you know, that can cause them to have a match at SummerSlam. And it could be some shenanigans to the point where Finn Balor could still be the program for Roman Reigns uh, uh, going down to the fall after we get to Cena. But obviously, they're just egging the Cena thing on a little bit longer. So that was SmackDown. SmackDown gets a thumbs up for me this week, especially after the Roman Reigns promo. How about you? Yeah, I gave it a, a, a thumbs up. I give I give a thumbs up for, for for Roman and Biggie and all that, but I give a thumbs down for Rolling Loud. That was just not good. So yeah, he's gonna try something different. Yeah, I can try to, to something different. So next thing they're gonna be like, "Hey kids, we're at Coachella this year." Oh no, 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 no. We we don't we don't need that. All right, guys, you guys listen listen to the rest of the podcast now, or if you're still on YouTube, always like subscribe and share. And their coach is out. So, uh. It's going, it's going down the docket of, of what I had here. Um, real quick, your boy Zack Ryder wins the GCW championship from yep. Nick Gage. Yep. In a death match. i never seen Zack Ryder or Matt Cardona do any of that kind of matched up before. Uh, yeah, it was his first. That was his first one? Yep. I thought I thought it was dope. I, I um... I understand why he took the championship off of Nick Gage because he he's going to be losing to Jericho on Dynamite. So uh, you know, surprise! It's a surprise, obviously, to get people talking. Yeah, I, you you think Nick Gage going? I'm about to say yeah. Uh, I'm about to say that Nick Gage is going to come back and obviously get that title back from Macrodome. But in the, in, yeah. the pro, in the process, he's going to have a match 
with Jericho and his promoter was smart enough to know like yo we're not going to keep the championship on Nick Gage and have him be pinned by Jericho because it's only uh, the second round of the stuff that he got to do because obviously uh, you don't understand that when it comes to carrying cross they kept him with the championship and had Jeff Hardy pin him so I was like well, they're going to take the championship off Gage and then he's going to come back and win it back so that's something, something small I wanted to put up in there um, well, did you see the ending of the match? I missed the end of the match. What happened at the end? Oh, bro, he got so much heat. When I say heat, I mean like his heat was almost worse than when NWO form. Ooh, like they was throwing glass bottles and all that oh, in the wow. ring. Like, do you remember that one time Terry Funk was like, "Give me a chair," and everybody started throwing their chair? Oh yeah, uh, oh, that was like oh, so, that, but oh, with, so like, they rioted. Cups. It was like that with cups and beer bottles. Oh, wow. They said Nick Gage used to be right, and they did right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Matt Cardona is like a huge heel in GCW. Wow. No, I did not. I, I, I'll go back and check out the full, the full thing. But, uh, you know, at the moment of this recording, they're getting major heat oh, right now. Really? Yeah, because him and, and Chelsea... Uh, whatever they did, they went to a hotel and like they didn't go to a hospital first. So he's like bleeding all over the like the, the bed and all over the sheets and all that. Oh, so he's getting and, like legit, legit heat. Well, legit and wrestling heat, yes. Yeah, he's getting both. Oh, wow. but uh, yeah, because Chelsea was like, yeah, we cleaned them and all that, but people just like you can still get infected and you should go to the hospital and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, they kind of just getting a lot of that hate. Yeah, they are. Is it just me? Or does Chelsea Green just not look as good as she did when she first debuted in NXT? Well, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I never liked her from Laurel Van Ness, but then when she went to NXT, she got better than... Uh, well, I'm just, I'm just talking about looks-wise, but she first came to NXT and debuted with Robert Stone Brand, and she, you know, she, she had them jeans and that little, little tight shirt on, and I was like, yo... Like, like to the point you look at her like is she like spicy white or is she like Hispanic a little bit because that's the look that she was given I like the crinkly hair she had and I was just like yo where's that look at Chelsea Green at that Chelsea Green been gone I'm like it was, it was like that was like a one and done thing so but whatever the case is you know congratulations Macadona now uh, we're going to the Wednesday Night War people before we go and, uh, if, and do our email question so um Let's go on to the Wednesday Night War where we have Samoa Joe calling out Karrion Cross and Fighter Fest Night 2. If you guys just listen to the YouTube uh, one, make sure you guys fast forward about 50 minutes and then we'll come back and we're going to finish out the show. All right, so let's get on to the Wednesday Night War. What's going on, YouTube? It's in place to be chill, train Mr. Andy and not Deion Sands for Primetime. What's up, y'all? It's me, the P-R-I-M-E. We are back here for another edition of the Wednesday Night War. So I appreciate you guys. You guys have been giving me a great response of us having these things come out for you guys on Thursdays now. I think we're trying to get a nice little schedule together. Primetime has been helping me out tremendously. So, you know, I thank you for that. So we had a um, Fighter Fest Part 2 for AEW. And then we had NXT where Joe's going to call out Karrion Cross. Uh, both shows are fine, but I think, in my personal opinion, both shows were better last week. Does that make sense to you? Or would yeah. You? 
But, well, you know, we all got to do. It's Tuesday, and you do know what that means. I'm, so it's time for NXT. <clears throat> I, I can't say it on Tuesdays. All right. Uh, uh, okay, I'll say it for just Wednesday. Then. I'm sorry. I'm surprised he hasn't said it's Tuesday yet. Bruh, well, tonight, he remember, he did call the Paradigm Shift a double underarm suplex. I mean, uh, to, well, to his credit, that's what it was, because uh, that definitely was a suplex. Yeah, it was. All right, well, had to, to get a little swig. Let's go to NXT. So tonight, we got a lot of things going on for NXT, because uh, we start off Samoa Joe is here in NXT and he is not he's not happy with the way things ended with Karrion Cross last year as he choked him out. So uh Jamoa Joe comes down there, TikTok, TikTok, guess who's coming to smash your clock? This is what Jeff I'm talking about. Evil Samoa Joe back on the mic, aggressive. He got the night night shirt on. Yo, this is Samoa Joe I love. This is Samoa Joe I missed. Well, it, too bad Jeff Hart is coming to win that championship. Like he did with Angelo. Hey, I have no more words. So, <laughs> uh, we, we, hey, look, we can do this all night. Uh, Joe, come on, he's not ha- happy. William Real comes down and says, this is not what I had in mind when I brought you back. And he says, look, all that schematics, he put, I was provoked. But he said he provoked Samoa Joe, the referee, not Samoa Joe, the, the, the NXT manager. And he said, I ain't got time for all, this, all the schematics. He said, cross out of control. You couldn't control him because, hey, where were you when he was running off the wall without telling anybody? <laughs> and I was just hey, like, I was like, oh, you, uh, you probably should have said. And I like how everybody across was like, yeah, we ain't going to talk about that, though, because uh, <laughs> what happened with him with Raw. He needs to be put down, and he's going to be the man to do it. And Regal, uh, you know, says that Cross is on his way, and he he will hope that things will be sorted out peacefully. Joe says that, look, with all the respect he has for Regal, he can promise it will end tonight. However, he cannot promise it will end peacefully. And guarantee somebody is going to be put to sleep tonight. So uh, that was awesome. How how'd you feel about the opening? Uh, I mean, look after 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 Monday, I didn't I didn't anything carrying cross. I don't care though. <laughs> they ruled carrying cross for you that that quickly. Well, I mean, he was dominant. He was undefeated. You know, he hasn't lost. He's been very dominant, and he loses in like you know a minute. Was this carrying cross loss worse, or was it the fiend at Super Showdown with Goldberg? They both were bad. At least the Fiend, he lost a, a championship. You can rebuild him from the ground up. This is somebody that has been undefeated for years, and they've been telling him, he, talk, telling him he's the best. It's almost the same thing here, bro. To be honest with you, <laughs> is it? Yeah, because Carrick ain't been undefeated for he's been undefeated for almost a year, and uh, the Fiend lost a championship as he was getting built back up. For over a year, because everybody was feeling. Well, the he feet. was getting built back up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the you know, they've been messing up the fiend for for a, little, for a while too. But, you know, they, they definitely have. Um, Zaylee cuts a promo in Japanese of how she's going to beat Raquel Gonzalez and be the first ever Chinese champion. Uh, Diamond Mine, make that real quick, real quick. Yeah, the fiend is a two-time champion, right? The fiend is a champion. Bray Wyatt is a champion. So you want to count so that the, way? So, yeah. 
I thought Bray Wyatt was a three-time. Why do I think Bray Wyatt's a three-time champ? He's a two, three. I don't know. I I thought the Fiend won it twice. That's what I'm tripping. Am I tripping? Did he? Wait, was it was a swamp fight for a championship? Uh, I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta look. This yeah. Up. Okay. Well, me, and meanwhile, Dynamite make their way out, and but Fish and Koshia attacked them from behind. And Strawby up in the ring, and then so uh, knock Ross off the apron. Talk strong, go to ropes to Russ. Diamond Mine versus Bobby Fish and Koshida. So now the match is on the way. Simple tag team matchup here uh, with, with, with these guys kind of working together. Bobby Fish gets a backdrop on the apron by one, remember, I think by Roderick Strong, you know, uh, the Messiah, the backbreaker. I like how Michael Bivis is kind of selling it. And then, uh, but afterwards, Koshida goes up. For a flying knee uh, to the arm of Russ, and it catches him with the hoverboard lock to win. So, by Fisher Koshida win uh, win the matchup. Uh, then we see. I mean, it's a simple tag, but do you, do you really want to give your thoughts? No, not really. But the uh, Fiend uh, is a two-time champion, so two-time. somewhere, so somewhere in there, he got beat. Yeah, we got beat twice. One by Randy, and one by Goldberg. No, he got beat for the championship twice. Yes, but won by Randy Orton. Randy Orton won the Universal Championship? Yes, at WrestleMania, 33. No, The the Fiend. The Fiend is a two-time champion. Bray oh. Wyatt is a three-time champion. Oh, oh, oh. See, I mean, you confused me with that. Though. Okay. <laughs> Look, I don't know. <laughs> see, I don't know either. Like, why did he lose it? I don't. I don't remember. I, I, bro, I really don't remember. I really don't. No, see, now it's like, oh, man, really? Okay, whatever. We're not going to get into it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, uh, we see Cameron Grimes coming in with, with LA Knight to the arena, complains how long it took him to get to the arena. Grimes brushed it off, and Grimes goes to the base. Uh, Drake Maverick's arriving, and then what offers the help of Grimes, uh, but Knight shoves him, and which is going to lead to a match. Uh, was it J.C. Jane versus Frankie uh, Monet uh, with Robert Stone and Jessica Maya? So it's basically a a uh, Frankie M- M- uh, Monet show. Even though they gave Miss Jane a little bit too much offense, but uh, she hits the grandstand for the win. For uh, Frankie Monet wins as Mandy Rose just sits her sexy, beautiful ass across the announce table. And I'm just like, okay. Mm. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You're not I, about I, to sit here. You're not about to sit here and talk about some name. Mandy Rose sitting across the announcement when you're sexy. I don't know. I don't. She looked different. It's like her page, uh, Dana. I don't know. They just don't look. Uh, I don't know. First of all, Dana changed, and that that ain't she, my boo. Mandy ain't changed. Yes, she. Ha- I don't know. If she changed. She does in the tanning booth all day, but some don't look right. I, I, I can't get with you on that one. Uh, so we see the way backstage. Uh, says Gar- uh, Gargano says he has, has been his best. And we kind of right appears says in, in the corny way only he can. That Austin Theory spoke ill of him and that he he's in a fighting mood. So we we get a match of Austin Theory and Kyle Riley later on tonight. Wade Barrett sits down with Bronson Reed. Has felt losing the, losing the title. We said it was hard, not just for him but his friends and his family. A 14-year journey had ended in an instant, but can't dwell on it. And so, it's all- r- real quick, why is that his story, though? 
What, his 14-year journey had just ended in an instant? Why is his story that his career has been 14 years? Has he been wrestling that long? But I'm, Yes, but I'm saying, why is that his his story when, like, Adam Cole's been wrestling for longer than that, probably? Like, why is that his story? He's been wrestling for 14 years, but he's only been in NXT for, like, two. Bro, that's nitpicking. Because you, you said, they do this with all kinds of wrestlers. They'd be like, it's been a 16-year journey or this journey or this journey. But and it'd be I'm, like, a, a lot of times it'd be person, like, I, when I was in the Indies. the person usually is in the company for, like, five years, six years, and it's their journey. He's like, this is his second year. And he's like, oh, my 14-year journey is, is, is complete. But it's like, it's like for people watching NXT, they know you're talking about the indies. They know you're talking about the stuff that he put in before he got to NXT. So he's been wrestling for a long time. Guys have said this and done this before all the time. Have said, you know, talk about their whole life's journey, whether they've been there two years or five years or whatever the case may be. We know Adam Cole did Ring of Honor. We know Adam Cole did House of Hardcore. We know Adam Cole did the Indies. I, you know, everybody's seen a Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole match. You've seen them all. Anybody's seen uh, even the Young Bucks, you see them all. So you you, you know that. But it's just like if somebody yeah. said, if somebody said, well, if Adam Cole said, I've been doing this for, I don't know, uh, 15 years, something like that. They're like, well, you only been in NXT for what? Five of those years? Or four of those years? It's like, well, we know he been somewhere else. But I'm I'm just saying, when other people that do it for longer, or been there longer, they just say, I've been waiting for this for my life or whatever. So, he specifically keeps saying these 14 years, like that's his character. That's probably they probably trying to give some. What, what is his character? Other than, I mean, he's he's a thick guy. He's too thick boy. But I mean, like he's not no bone crusher. He just breaks everything down. They trying to give they trying to give him a personality like they do Apollo Cruz. <laughs> you see how that went in um, NXT. I'm gonna say, well, he was fine in NXT until they they took him up to Raw too early. Yeah, it was too early. He was just not getting his character, and then they bought him up. But that's what I'm saying. But, 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 to, but they were talking about the journey that Apollo Crews had, an eight-year journey. He was only been in NXT for like six months. True. So, but he, but Uwai Nation had a whole career before he even came to NXT. So it was just, it was just something to build him up. Then he started to build up his character. Vince drafted him to Raw too early, and it took it, Apollo Crews was literally in limbo for like seven years before this uh, African Apollo Crews with the, with the championship came out. So, I guess he's trying to get Cole, but, you know, uh, Wade asked about facing Adam Cole, and Reese says he, he wants to face the very best, and that's what Cole is. He ran his mouth, he's going to shut him down. Kyle O'Reilly takes on Austin Theory, and I think a nice uh, solid matchup uh, between these two. Uh, I've watched Austin, Austin Theory for a while. Great to see him in some, some some kind of a singles action here. I like how he did the like roll through, like it kind of like how Xavier was does the honor roll from the corner. He rolls through, but the, but does a blockbuster with it. I thought that was kind of cool, and it, it, it takes a lot of power to do that, especially with your leg power. So, but Conrad drops the knee from the top and then puts him in the uh, knee bar or, or the heel hook, excuse me, and then he taps out. So, how your thoughts on this match? Oh my bad! I actually walked out the room during that match. You know, you don't like I was Kyle like, Ryan, Kyle 
He said what? You don't like Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly as a singles guy? I do, but I don't like him as cool Kyle. You see, you don't, you don't like him as what? Kyle. Okay. I feel, I feel like that's his character. He's like, I'm cool Kyle. Like, I'm oh, cool. It reminds me of Roderick Strong before he joined Undisputed Era. Well, we all did not like that Roderick Strong. Yeah, I'm kind of, I mean, right now he's still, um, uh, Kyle Ryder's still cool, but like, he's still, he's falling into that Roderick Strong, uh, to me. Okay. Raquel goes out to Dakota Kai backstage, and Raquel says everyone's been, been saying the same about Zia Lee and how, uh, they will all fail, but Dakota says that Zia stole the spotlight, and tonight Raquel will pay her back. Then we get in the ring, Legato Del Fantasma uh, in the ring with two uh, mariachi guys in Lucha Mass. I don't, is that stereotype? Sure. Santos Escobar tells him he doesn't need them and they leave. He says he's going to give the fans a taste of the best musical heritage in the world. Or, you know, Marachi. He changed his mind, said he won't load something to entertain these fans. He won't vomit music and embarrass himself like, hit, bro. And prove his worth by becoming North American Championship and restoring the heritage and passion. When the hit roll come out, Shanti's like, yo, cut that music, bro. And then, uh, you know, they out there talking real spicy, man. Well, they, they said, bingo, time, you know, time to start the fight. So they go to the ring and then Legato Fantastic attacks uh, Top Dollar and uh, Ashanti. But they just leave Swerve and uh, Santos in the ring. He hits Swerve by hitting him with the guitar, but then B-Fab grabs the guitar and gives it to Swerve. Swerve tries to swing it at Santos, but Santos uh, moves out the way. But the other member comes down, uh, comes in the ring. I forgot which which one that was. The one with the gold jacket. And Swerve uh, gives it. He said, if you don't know, now you know doing the whole Pentagon. And then uh, smacks him right there in the back with the guitar. So that was the whole hit roll segment. So I thought it was cool, and and they was getting um cheers in the ring. You know, you know they are heels. They were getting che- cheers in the ring. So I thought it was cool. How about you? I guess you didn't like it. No, it was okay. I just feel like um they I feel like they gearing towards like a fatal four way tag match. Let's see, hit roll, Legelda, Fantasma, and who are the other two? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know what? I felt the same. I felt the same way. You know, I, I, I'll get to that in a minute. So, um, I'm, I I missed this. I don't know if you called it when when it was back when it was uh backstage. Uh, the way it was and can't and, and can't say anything even awful lately. And uh, something about that. I, I I missed the whole thing. So, I I did. I think I missed that one too. Okay. Um, Samoa Joe's waiting for Finals Cross. Was huh? Finals was all. Oh, y- y- yeah. I'm so sorry, dude. Uh, <laughs> Samoa Joe's waiting for Cross backstage. Regal approaches him. Regal says, Cross will be here, so he needs to calm down. Tracy, he's going to do uh, be the first man to greet Cross when he gets here in the arena tonight. Regal asks for peace. Uh, uh, the NXT breakout tournament first round. So we have Andre Chase versus Odyssey Jones. My big man, Odyssey Jones. Come there with the old school Big E singlet. 
most mostly power match. Uh, there was a couple botches that uh, Odyssey Jones did have, especially when uh, Andre was, was like diving on the outside. He was supposed, supposed to catch him, but he obviously fell. Uh, but other than that, though, he, he does. Uh, he, like, it looked like he was getting winded for a little bit, but he did, did a nice little roll through. Did like a little uh, forgot what, whatever his finishing move is called, kind of like a, a sidewalk slam for away. And uh, Odyssey Jones wins it. What'd you say? The boss man slam, Kane. The boss man slam. <laughs> so, w- what's your take on Odyssey Jones? I need to see more of him. I like his look, though. I mean, his look is good, but you—you you just you just saying, you know, he had a couple botches. So, what do you think about him? I gotta, <laughs> I gotta see him yeah. more. He's great. I gotta see good. him more First of all, botches, but, you know. the, the, I, I was actually paying it up, but the guy is green. He's yeah, he's he's. I think he's more greener. Like he, uh, I think a lot of these guys are greener than obviously last time. Last time they had Jordan Miles and Cameron Grimes and all them, mm. who's obviously been in other companies and been wrestling for a while. I think these are all performance center based guys. Yeah, because so the, the only one to me that that was actually good, that was actually that had a good match was uh, Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, he's he was on he's been on NXT for the past like two months, and he so, acts like he's like brand new. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I think he may be the winner because he had a great match with Adam Cole. But I'm but I'm saying, but you know, just to see what like, what the future looks like. Yeah, I like Odyssey Jones. I don't know if he's gonna get out the second round, but like I said, he's he's very green. He's athletic. He he, he can. It's, he's not Omos green, if that makes sense. Because there's a lot Omos. There's a lot Omos to do when it comes to. Selling awareness, all that kind of stuff. He's just like green because you know there's, there's, he had a lot of botches in the matchup. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think he can get far as uh, the the boss was same as a finisher. Though. I don't know about it, but you know, mm. we'll see. Uh, MSK's interview backstage, uh, and then uh, Mackenzie says, "So hey, what does MSK stand for?" So as he's about to say, you know, going back to Ohio, 2015. The screen cuts off, black and white, and we are talking to um, uh, Imperium. And they're talking about the tag division, Talk about some, all we have is, uh, uh, what was it, uh, these immature Lucha Libres, the, the, these people, the, these gamers are trying to be rappers with their, with their hand signs. We want to restore honor to the division and to our sport. So then when he comes back, it says, and that's how we became MSK. That's what MSK stands for. So I see what you're saying. It looks like they're probably doing Imperium, Hit Row, uh, Legato Del Fantasma, and uh, MSK. MSK, which I think will be a dope match. I do too, but uh, being honest, I don't care what MSK stands for. I mean, that's why they probably did like that. But however... <laughs> If they do do this right at, at takeover in August, do you think it's time for MSK to lose the championships? I mean, I thought it was time for them to lose them when they won them, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So who would you? So if there's a fatal four way, who would you give it to? I would I, honestly because these guys lose every single week, <laughs> and they've been in a few. They've been in tons of feuds. I would give it to Elgato Del Fantasma. I knew you would say that. Yes, they they've been in like these three man 
title for title matches against MSK and whoever got a title at that point, and they put all the titles on the line, they lose every time. I was going to say Imperium, so. I think Imperium missed their shot because they don't have Walter. If they would have had Walter with them, but it was strong, then yes, but uh, since it's just them, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Because it's like, Hit Row would be nice, and they are getting over, but I'm like, do you want to put all the gold on Hit Row right now? Yeah, they're still kind of a newer faction. Yeah, I mean, like, because I, I can see a rivalry with Legato del Fantasma in Hit Row, and they go, like, team for team for the tag team titles down the road, which is, like, one-on-one teams. So, mm-hmm. uh, LA Knight take uh, with Cameron Grimes versus Drake Maverick. Uh, during a matchup, uh, he, Cam, uh, LA Knight was Cameron Grimes to hold, hold, hold up his belt. On the outside, Drake Maverick kicks him into the belt, rolls him up for the win. LA Knight gets pissed, starts hitting on Drake Maverick, and tells Cameron Grimes he needs to uh, punch him. At first, he doesn't want to do it, but then he brings him back in there and tells him to, fu- to, to, to punch Drake Maverick. And eventually, Cameron Grimes does punch Drake Maverick and taking him out, but he's obviously very distraught that he had to punch Drake Maverick. So I was just like, okay, well, this is kind of regular. Uh... <laughs> Can't cross the rise outside the arena. Smojo I mean, Storm. what do you expect from Cameron Grimes? I agree. Can, uh, can't cross car rise outside, and uh, Samojo storms in and rips the driver's door out, but it's not crossed. The guy says Cross told him to park the car around back. Cross already inside. Joe storms off in search of uh, Karen Cross. So we get the women's championship. Raquel Gonzalez taking on Dakota, uh, taking on Zia Lee. Something in this match. It was it was going fine. The match is fine. It was nice back and forth. It was a good showcase for Zia Lee. But something happened because Raquel Gonzalez had Zia Lee down in, in, the, um, in the corner. And she was going for like a Vader bomb, but she did like an inadvertently, like she, she was going for the Vader bomb, but twisted and made it her come down on her back. It looked like it just destroyed the inside of Zia Lee. And I thought it was like she was doing some good selling. <laughs> But but then, <laughs> sorry. What is funny? <laughs> I was I, I made a joke after they said destroying the insides of Zion Lee, but I'm, I'm stuck. Wow, bro. <laughs> uh, so it looked like she could have probably broke her wrist, her hand, or her ribs or something, because the referee was I over. I think there. she broke her ribs. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, well, she was over there for a while, and I was like, "What's going on?" And then I was like, "Yo, she probably really is hurt." But then it looks like they said, hey, finish this match off. Because Zia Lee just, she just stood up. And I was like, she it was like calling for the move. So Raquel hits the one-on powerbomb warner and then pins her. And then. You know what? Honestly, in my reels, bro, I'm not going to take the one-on powerbomb. Yeah, I'm not taking that neither. Roll up. Give me a roll up. So don't give me a big boot. Or something that I could just take a bump, not but, you slamming me forcefully to the ground. But it, it, yeah, I, I I don't know what it was because after as soon as the match was over, the referee threw up the X. So maybe Zion Lee was like, "Let me finish this matchup. Like, let me finish." And she's like, "Just let just let get a finish finisher out." Because I know the match was supposed to end like that. But it's like, just let just, just let me get uh my finish her finisher out, and maybe and maybe she tough like that, and then they threw up the X. So maybe she had a, a broken rib, maybe. She uh, had a broken forearm like Hardcore Holly. Maybe she had a broke, you know, it's a lot of things that could have gone wrong. But at the end, people got to think, 
why would Raquel Gonzalez? I'm not mad at Raquel Gonzalez. It was an accident. So, but Raquel Gonzalez is huge. Zia Lee's five three. She's very small. And a move like that, that's so kind of like, like somebody bigger has to take that kind of move. If you go do a Vader bomb and twist and land on your back, you, you, you need to have somebody that's going to be like a Tony Storm in there to take that kind of stuff, not little Zia Lee. It's like I wouldn't do that move to Zia Lee or Riho from AEW. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. Hey, it'll be effective though, won't it? What? Moving on, Joe comes out. It's like, so is that not like is that not like uh uh Nyla Rose doing that move that move when she jerked you over the ropes and, and knee you on the back? That's that's more protected and control because she's near you in the back and you can control that control when those are flipping. But you got some big ass Raquel's eyes turning to flipping and just falling on her, her her back and I know where to go. It's hard to control that fall opposed to a regular Vader bomb. You're right. Uh. Karen Cross is calling. Uh, first of all, Joe is out there calling Karen Cross. Cross. So said Jeff Hardy. And they call. Uh, Karen Cross comes to the back. And he says, "You know, um, this is the, this is this is not the NXT that you left. This is my NXT. And he can do whatever he wants, whoever he wants." <laughs> now, sure. It is, I about say, he, he's a joke. Now that's messed up. So he says. Uh, I can go wherever I want, do whatever I want, hurt wherever I want. He pans the camera down that he choked out William Regal. So somebody did go to sleep tonight. And Joe runs to the back, and he gets back there and just starts yelling in frustration. So that was NXT this week. Okay. okay. Uh, so, yeah, so that was something. But now it's time to go over to AEW Dynamite because it is Wednesday, and you do know what that means. Uh, of course. It is time for Fighter Fest Night Two, when it, uh, for AEW, and we kick off with Chris Jericho taking on Sean Spears, where only Spears can use the chair, and everybody in the arena with the fans back and singing Judas is Judas is my line. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Wait. Yeah, so it was great hearing all the, the actual fans, you know, in that close proximity, uh, singing his song. Uh. <laughs> Yep, Judas is uh yeah. Judas the song is actually it's a good song to sing. Did they did they they perform that when you went to the concert? Oh you know they did. That's like their only song. <laughs> they got more songs we just don't care about. They got what well, they got another song too, I think that Jericho has as as his entrance. Mm. <laughs> uh I, I only know actually they got a new song too. Where Jericho's on a roller coaster in the music video. <laughs> Oh wow! Remember the uh, the old the old one he had two thousand two, the King of My Word. I don't think that was Fozzy. Uh, okay, I was say because that song was dope. I like that song. You know what? Um, uh, Jericho has a, a, a Dirty Diana cover. Oh wow! With Fozzy, I think, but it's it's obviously it's rock, so it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, so the match is fine. Sean Spears, is Sean Spears. Real quick, it's yeah. not even like you know how he started out soft. You know, she's saying that's okay, baby, baby, do it. He's like, she's saying that's okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> singing it. I was like, that is so rock right there, hard rock. <laughs> so uh, uh. 
you know, Sharpshooter's only, only allowed to use chairs, but Jericho overcomes it, hits the Judas effect on him, and wins the matchup. So, uh, Jericho gets past round one of MJF's uh, stuff. MJF is on the mic, and uh, just cut Chris Jericho's music. Congratulations, Jericho. He passed number one. But, of course, he needs help from glorified young boy Sammy Guevara, which I forgot he did come out. Um, he says, but don't be helping the future, because next week in match number two, he will be going in a no DQ match with Nick Gage. Mm-hmm. Nick Gage, if y'all ain't seen Dark Side of the Ring, they got the Nick Gage story on that joint. Man, if New Jack ain't down to say, hey, he tag over New Jack. <laughs> so obviously Jericho's gonna get past. He probably gonna put him in the Walsh Jericho on some thumbtacks or something like that. But uh that should be an interesting ass matchup. To see these two old guys just kill each other. Nick Gage gonna be in there like this is the most people I've been in front of it ever. So uh it's gonna be it's gonna be intense right there. Uh Frank Kazarian taking on Luke Gallows or Doc Gallows, excuse me. Uh Anderson is there on the outside. The referee distracts uh uh the referee distracts him and Anderson uh, holds up and po- uh pokes uh Kazarian and Luke says it's a roundhouse kick into the power bomb. Then after the matchup, they go beat him up, hit the magic killer on there. But because the, uh, the outcomes Kenny Omega with, with uh, Don Callis, uh, Don points to his uh, because what, what happened? He comes out. Uh, um, Kenny Omega basically was, was coming out to say, "You're not an elite hunter. You're an elite hunted because they they were hunting him basically." Yeah. So yeah, that that's kind of all that promo was oh, really. But the, yeah. Oh, so this is not when this is not when uh, Adam Page and Dark Gordon came out, was it? Uh, it was. It was okay. So I, I was getting two days mixed up. Okay, that's right. All right. So then, yeah. So then here comes Adam Page, and Don wanted Page is stupid and drunk, but uh, he comes down, and then uh, guys and sisters are double team Page. But here comes Dark Order because the Dark Order sucks. And they rush the ring, and then they start. Uh, Alex Ross and John Silver start, 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 you know, uh, helping them out. Then, uh, then Paige is a buckshot. So, uh, Edge gets a buckshot from Paige. Then, uh, we get, we see a promo with, uh, Dasha backstage with Brian Cage. And we get a video from Tess saying that Starks will have a celebration next week. And then Cage says, uh, who says next week works out? Because I love celebrations. So you're going to probably crash next week. Darby Allen versus Wheeler y- Yuta. Uh, so yeah, this, this is the match where Orange Cassidy comes out. This, this is his, his protege, right? Uh, yeah. they. I don't know. So they say it's his protege, but they, they treat him like he's the third member of Best Friends, him and Chuck Taylor and uh, sure. Orange Cassidy. So, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, then Sting is out there because you know Sting is, you know, works at Darby, and then Orange Cassidy finally shoots himself to Sting, puts his hands in his pocket, and then Sting gives him the lazy kick. Then, then Orange gives him the lazy kick, and they, they do lazy kicks. Then they side up, and they both give him the lazy super kick, and then Sting does the lazy beats his hands on his chest. Why is this happening? Because they're both faces and they can do that. They're not intimidated by each other. I guess I, I don't know. I ain't trying to go. For, no, man. Look, first of all, 
I just I'm cool with Orange Cat. This is Karen and something there, but I'm just like, ain't this a bitch thing? You out here doing this bullshit? I said no, 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 not not my stanger, not my stanger out there doing that. Uh, I mean, I didn't care. I I, I popped for it. I went like I I'd rather him do that than try to take a bump. So uh, you can do these for this week. All right, fair. All right, so out from the crowd, the blade comes up his orange cast. I mean, real quick, if you want to talk, Sting, Sting is kind of somebody that like adapts to whoever he's facing. Yeah, Sting been around for you years, know. so yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. You know, because it's like, it's like, you know, like if he's fighting like somebody like a, say if he's fighting like, just say this, if he's fighting Jeff Hardy, he's going to try to do more area offers, not not off the top of top of something. He's gonna, he gonna try to do something different than what he normally does. So uh-huh. I guess that's his version of trying to adopt to Orange Cassidy's uh, or unorthodox offense. I guess so. I don't care about that. I just ain't care. I was like, okay, cool. You know. <laughs> uh, the blade comes out from the ground, attacks Orange Cassidy, punches him in the face with some brass knuckles. They got a match later on. Uh, it's time for the AEW Women's Championship. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and versus Nyla Rose. Now, I knew Britt Baker wasn't going to lose the championship. I just didn't know how she was going to beat Nyla Rose. Because it's like she was dominant, then, then, then she got brought back down, and she got built back up. So I was like, I don't know if they're going to just have her straight pin her. So I don't know. That does probably be some dirty kind of stuff. But Baker reverses out the Demon Bomb. And then hits the lockjaw on Nala Rose, and Nala Rose taps out. I did not think he was going to make Nala Rose tap out. And I did. I was like, she, she, Nala Rose can be built back up easily for her to tap out. She's like two times bigger than all the other women, so she's good to tap out for, to, to Britt Baker, who's crazy over there. So. Uh huh. Uh, so look, I don't know if he's on social media or not, right? Somebody put out this tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it was a tweet or one kind of these chats. And it was like, Goldberg, pass. Nick Gage, pass. Have to pick one, running off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, say fuck this. Uh, I don't get, I'll get mad for that. Early in the day, there was a press conference between FTR and Santana Ortiz. Uh, Dex said that uh, four of them came from poverty and he respects his opponents as wrestlers but not as men Ortiz says well FTR uh, play uh, patty cake elsewhere they have been here since day one ish I'm playing and they are just a pit stop on their way to tag team gold and Santana stands and grabs the mic and takes the picture uh, of his mother out of his jacket at 15 after having him next pick is a shithole in the Bronx and next is mom taking uh, t- taking slumlords to court. <laughs> so, Dex says only thing left to do on July 28th is show up and beat their asses. So, but uh, I didn't think the I didn't think the background of where he grew up was needed for this promo. But okay, they showing they look we in the hood, son. That's probably what they were saying. Not so. sure. Yeah, said, sure, I'm sure. Yeah. But why not? Uh, we're back with uh, you know, say, how how did Jerome say it? Andrade out there, Ziggler. It sounded like he said Andrade, idiot. Hi, idiot. 
I'm um, gonna get it right eventually. Yeah. We're back with Oh that. my god, it was a move. Oh my god. What what it was a move he could not call. Oh my gosh. I think it was doing Nyla Rose. He was like, she hit him with that uh that uh oh, oh, that uh <laughs> Oh no, it was oh, no okay, never mind. It was it was it was Ambrose. It was uh Moxley. I'll wait till I'll wait till it. Okay. Yeah, it said uh <laughs> I'm trying to El Eagle. <laughs> Uh, he's got a homie with him holding on to some contract maybe uh, then a dry takes the mic from Tony and tells him to chill he says before we start he has surprise everyone and he introduces the uh, executive consultant of Andrade it is do 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 it is Chavo Guerrero mm-hmm. yep. I was like Chavito Chavito, I'm surprised they had a person do ooh Chavo. Oh, ooh Chavo. Wait, which one? Which one's better, that one or the um the LWO one? We did the do do do. I like the LWO theme better, but for ridiculousness, I like the ooh Chavo because it's the whole time she's like. Oh, Chavo! Like the whole the whole song is like the whole said Chavo. Bro. She really is doing that. Um, he gives some love to Dallas. He hears us. This is the place to be. Uh, is it? We watched some session. Oh, he couldn't believe all the talent. Wow, what a great time to be a wrestling fan. With all due respect to anyone backstage, he doesn't seem he doesn't see anyone that has as much talent as Andrade. But Andrade gets cut off by Death Triangle. Phoenix is back. So Pax uh, says Death Triangle hides from no one. Andrade, t- talking to Phoenix, says he says he's good, but with Andrade he would be great. Andrade says he's the elite. He is a superstar. Chavo knows Pac doesn't understand, so he'll explain it. They're all talented. Everyone knows it, but when he looks at, at their waist, it's not shiny enough. It should be. Though, in order to change that, listen to Andrade. I thought, was, I thought that was kind of dope when he said that like that. So, uh, I thought it was dope, but I was like, in my mind, I was like, uh, if they join him, then it would be Andrade, Chavo, and, you know, Penta and Phoenix. But then if they fight him, he's going to have to need two other people to, to to have on his team. So I didn't know. I don't know where they're going with this. Gotcha. Yeah, good, good point. Good point. Uh, Dry tells Penta and Phoenix he has a question. Unless they, <laughs> unless they have Andrade Chavo Hernandez like how they, Yo. how they have Hernandez and Chavo team. Eh? No, no, we're not doing that. Don't, 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 oh don't. my God, what's up, Hernandez and Homicide? <laughs> Yo, please don't bring Hernandez and Homicide back. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, nah, we good. They gonna be like how they was in a TNA game, just beat you up, make you uh, make you unconscious. Yes. <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, we we not doing that. Andrade has a question for uh, uh, Phoenix and Pentagon. Why do they work for Peck? Uh, he says now they work for Andrade. Peck grabs the mic, says he he isn't sure what plan Andrade is on, but Penta and Phoenix don't work for him. They're a team, a family, a brotherhood. Phoenix says Andrade, they're a family. And they uh, and wait, did they, you say family? The family, and they are the real face of the Latinos. Penta says. Why would they want to join a group with Andrade when he's not even on their level? They're trying to rush the ring and Andrade tells them to chill. 
he had, he, he says so, he says everyone works for Andrade. Just look, Russ come down to stop the triangle, give it the impression that maybe they work for him. So was, I found the ending. The whole segment was okay, but the ending was weird to me because they were st- you know like they were standing on the apron as if they were either waiting for somebody to come out or they were waiting for you know how like people pull their feet down and start fighting. Yeah. I thought one of those two things was going to happen and nothing happened. It really did. It really, it really, like it really went on. It, it had some cool lines. It was cool bringing out Chavo. It probably should have ended there, but I was just like, um, this thing just kept on going and going, so I was like, okay. I would rather have Chavo as Andrade's manager than Vicky, so they did that right. Yeah, they did but, that But, um, do you, do you think this turns into like a three-on-three feud? I'm scared to say yes. Look, I don't know who Andrade's partners would be. Neither, neither do I. So I'm saying I'm scared to say yes. Please, because ever since you said bring back uh, uh, Hernandez and Homicide, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't I was know. thinking, I was thinking they can bring Bandino and Rush. If you, those two, I think that they would be good. Okay. Yeah, Dino and they were both on on AW before tagging. They both tagged with uh, Lucha Brothers. Mm, okay, I got you. <laughs> well, maybe not actually, because Dan Dino's the the Ring of Honor uh, champion right now. So, what's the possibility? Uh, the Blade versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, I didn't see too much this match other than Orange Cassidy wins with the Orange Punch. Um, Orange grabs the knuckles. He puts them on. Orange punches the Blade one more time. Y'all take the knuckles off before leaving. And Jericho's backstage, back to the camera, says, if, says, if MJF is going to bring Engage... No, oh, they, they did. I wish they did it how I wanted them to do it, because I already knew it. Once once I saw the jacket, I was like, well, I mean, it's over. <laughs> but yeah. I wish it was, like, behind, like, a shadow or something, make it more dramatic, how Jericho usually does. Uh-huh. Or, you know how they close in and then pan out? I wish it was something like that, but this was cool, too. I mean, it's cool to see the pain maker coming back. Yeah, I like, I like, I, I love, I always love the pain maker because you know, I, obviously Jericho likes to reinvent himself, but the pain maker was like his weirdest experiment because he got to use like the mascara and you know, the spike yeah, jacket and the hat. That's, that's the one that went against. That was the one that first came to Japan, right? The first time. No, the second. The second. The second time. Gotcha. Yeah, that's when he 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 uh defeated like three or four people when when he was the paymaker. Mm-hmm. He defeated Naito, beat the crap out of Naito, destroyed Naito actually. Uh, beat he beat Evil, and he beat somebody else. Sure. But then that's when he fought Okada. That's when it was birth. Well, I, I will say this: him become going back to the paymaker obviously makes you want to see more of the match now. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, you know, it's still gonna be you know. Yeah, it's still gonna be uh, wild, but you know we'll see. I wonder what's next though. We already know he's gonna beat uh, Nick Gage. I wonder what's next. Like who's next? Because uh, if we're bringing in people, I'm, I'm, I'm excited now. I, I agree. So it won't be AEW people. So yeah, oh, we I wait and see. We gonna be on this ride. Uh, John Moxley taking on Lance Archer for the IWGP United States Championship in a Texas Death Match. Brutal matchup by these. About these guys, these two hardcore guys. Uh, D, uh, John Moxley brings in two chairs in the ring 
and puts their backs towards each other, but then gets chokeslammed spine first. I hate them spots. Only because I know that shit hurts. Uh, gets choked in spot. And, that, and that, that's the that's the spot where uh, Jim Ross was like, he just went for that uh clothesline, that um that uh um uh, uh, uh I get it right, that um uh, <laughs> uh, uh and then and then that was like choke slam. Like that's what I mean. <laughs> 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 he, I, I would, if I was them, I would not have helped them. He was like that uh oh my gosh that uh. And then I think it's Excalibur. Chokeslam. Chokes. There we go. That's what I meant to say. Oh, man. It's just hilarious. Uh, there are two tables set up on the outside of the ring. And then Moxley goes to the outside gets these two barbed wire uh, boards to go so, to top of his table. Uh-huh. So last time they fought in this type of match, he did the paradigm shift from the apron to the, through the table. Mm-hmm. So he does like, like a callback. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what I realized is that since the Texas Death Match is like a last man standing match, also, that's basically yes. what it is. Uh, but usually Texas Death Matches was you had to pin them for the three count first, then do the do, do the ten count. I think they wanted. I think they wanted to do that, but some they just wanted a last man standing match because you know so sometimes the rules you gotta keep explaining. So they just said this is a Texas Death Death Match. We'll just do a last match in the style, not pin it, then, you know. Yeah, but because I remember I remember the Texas Deathmatch. They, they kind of cool, but they, they, they take a while because you got to do a no, three count. Uh, yes, cause the one in New Japan, they pinned first, and then uh, then it was count. Count, yeah. Uh, so Lance Archer said again the paradox, because he, he gets a paradigm shift in the ring, but it looks like a double arm suplex. That's what Jim Ross says. He wore that double arm suplex, but the ex cowboy and Toy Fight said he's out because of that paradigm shift. Because <laughs> I mean, he would have probably popped up from, but he pops up at four, gives Moxie the finger, so it's like, yo, he, he, he's winning. So uh, he t- takes Moxley off the apron, chokes him through two tables and that uh, barbed wire boards, and it looks like one of ten, one, one of them ain't given. It looks like it's really stuck on him. And yeah, uh, I, I don't know if it's Moxley that's doing this or Archer, but he could barely get him up for these choke slams. I don't, yeah, I think that's Archer. Because I, I don't I, know if Moxley wasn't jumping high enough, but he was just like, uh, wasn't looking. Well, I, I know Moxley jumped, try to get high enough for that one on the on on the, the chairs. Well, yeah, that one. But the one he the one he did it on the apron, I was like. It looked like a, it looked almost better than the Hogan one. I'm like, Ooh. Well, My back, brother. Uh, so Lance Archer wins the IWGP when Monster cannot answer the, the ten count. And after, I'm so glad. After the celebration, we see, uh, please, I'm, I'm gonna butcher this name, uh, Hikulu. Just do, just do how Jim Ross said. That's the son of. King Haku. That's the son of King Haku. All right, he comes to the ring, and they're gonna go face to face. I guess next week. Yep. So is he a transitional champion? Who? Oh. Archer. No. Oh, okay. They don't do that in uh, New Japan. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. I mean, if you don't have it though, you gonna have it for at least thirty to forty days, 50, 50 60 days. All right, well, guys, that was the Wednesday Night War. So, Prime, which one wins this week, NXT or Fighter Fest Night 2 from AEW? Uh, 
I'm giving it to Fighter Fest just because they finally let Lance Archer win. I wanted him to win, but I didn't think AEW was gonna. I didn't think New Japan was gonna do a title change on a show that's not New Japan. But mm-hmm. I'm glad that they gave him the title. Finally gave him a win instead of putting him in these big matches, and he always loses. So that's a plus for me. I do agree. I'm going with AEW with the win tonight too. NXT was more so on the dry side, especially how the main event ended and everything. So. I'm definitely giving it to uh, AEW tonight for... And even though I, I complain about the same thing, the same thing was kind of cool. I'll just be like, he's so old. But anyway, that is our review for our Wednesday Night War. Make sure you guys like and subscribe. And join us next Thursday for more. I can't... Me and Prime, I really can't wait to check out AEW next week because I really want to see what's going on with this Painmaker and Nick Gage fight. They made me interested in seeing a Nick Gage match because I did not care about Cage versus Jericho, but him being the pain maker does make me care. Uh, seeing the Team Taz stuff you, next week uh, is cool. Do uh, you think this is a ploy for him to get every character of Jericho? What if he come out as the Lion Tamer against like uh, Lance Storm next the week after? Yo, that would be that would be kind of dope. Because like we get all the cool. different area, the, the different uh, iterations of Jericho. That would be kind of uh, dope. Did, MJF did say his three letters are the most important three letters in AEW. So what if like Y2J is like the last, the last one or something? But see, the, 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 if it is the, the sad thing is he can't come out to the Zoom, the countdown. He come out with they the jacket. Do, they, could do a boot, they could do a bootleg countdown. They could be like five, four, three, two, one. Last off. <laughs> I don't know. You know damn well you don't want that. You want the Zoom, 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 yeah. That that Jericho, come on Jericho, I mean, you know I got gotcha. you. Pay for it now. No, like they can't pay for it. Break the walls down and break down the wall. Oh uh, yeah. So, all right, guys. So if you listen to us right here on the podcast, stay tuned as we finish out the podcast. But if you guys listen to us on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Uh, to Nerd Culture Studios for more wrestling content every single week and of course the Prime Nostalgia Podcast. So once again this is NCN Place to be Chill Trey Mustaine not Deion Sanders for Primetime. Alright y'all. Alright and the Nerd Coalition is out. Alright guys so that was the Wednesday Night War. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, so stay tuned obviously we, we put them up on YouTube every single Thursday but we also put it part of the show as well. So, time to finish this thing out here. So, we got ourselves our first email question in over a year. And once again, if you guys want to email us and ask any kind of wrestling questions, you guys can email us at nerdcoalitionstudios at gmail.com. Once again, that's nerdcoalitionstudios at gmail.com. So, make sure you guys uh, check us out there or hit us up on Twitter in also or, or Instagram at NC place number two B. We answer all kinds of questions. We answer there. So uh, we have a question here, and um, this question was: So with all the new wrestling games that have been announced so far, which ones are you most excited for, and what do you think they're going to come? Uh, when, when do you think they will be released, and what do you think their features will be? So, I was like, okay, me and Prime can answer that. So, the games I know of so far, because I know there's the big ones are W2K22. Then uh-huh. we have the, a, uh, the AEW wrestling game. 
Then there's The Wrestling Code by Virtual Basement. Then there's a little small one called Action Arcade Wrestling that's about to come out next month, I believe. Retromania Wrestling already came out already for all the platforms. It's like a a classic retro-style game. So those are the games that I know. So, Prime, why don't we just, you know, go in there, just talk like nerds of how we like wrestling games because me and Prime used to get the 2K games and do the universe modes on the 2K games. Mm-hmm. So we are very much uh, familiar with all these games, stuff like that. So just off the back real quick, Prime, which one of uh, these wrestling games are you, are you excited for? I personally would say Virtual Basement because it's probably the most intriguing. You know, I, I, I was going to say that too because first of all, the, the, the Virtual Basement has um it's it's a it's like a in it's like the first ever indie wrestling game that was that is built on the unreal engine and it's gonna be released for p uh for pc ps5 and xbox series x there's no word if it's going to become for ps4 or xbox one or even the, the nintendo switch or the steam deck i'm not necessarily sure if it's going to be doing that but the, the, the main consoles the ps5 and Xbox Series X, and right now, so far, we have over 90 independent wrestlers and former WWE stars mm-hmm. that's going to be in this game. Right now, the SmackDown Hotel has a list of all the confirmed wrestlers. We're at 108. And st- j- just some of the names that's on here uh, from uh, the indies is amazing. That I would like to see in the video game, like Alex Shelley, Amazing Red, Alpha Female, uh, we we why are the bushwhackers in this game? I don't get it. Brian Cage, Caprice Coleman. I am a fan of Caprice Coleman. Uh, Cheeseburger. I am not. Uh, EC3, Eli Drake, Elijah Burke. Eli Drake. They really let him be in there? Oh, right now he's oh he's still on the list. Elijah. Uh, oh, Eli Drake okay. is still on there. Uh, Eric Redbeer, Francine, Gang Grill. Uh, Grim from Grim's Toy Store. Uh, uh yeah. Toy Store, that, that, that's funny. Uh, the Headbangers. Uh, they they just announced Daphne like yesterday too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, they they also just announced Muhammad Hassan. Yeah. Can y'all y'all gotta go? I, look, I reacted to the trailer. Uh, the, the, the go check out my reaction should be up for the rest of the code. Muhammad Hassan did, did a dope ass trailer and promo. For that reveal, I thought that was dope. I really thought that was dope. Muhammad Hassan is back in there. Jeff Cobb, uh, Jonathan Grisham from Ring of Honor, JTG, and, uh, and Shad is in here. Just incredible. Kenny King, Ken Shamrock, Killer Kelly, Colt Conga Kong, which was from um, Impact for a minute. Then they have Kurt Angle, Lance Storm. Leo Rush, Little Spike Dugley, uh, Matt, RVD, yeah, RVD, Matt Morgan, Matt Seidel, uh, O'Shea um, Edwards, in, uh, uh, Sabu, e- yeah, I, I, he probably, I, don't, I think he, I, I remember he was in it. Maybe I'm, I'm remembering that wrong. Uh, Scott Steiner, Sandman, RVD, Raven, uh. Uh, we have um, Thunder Rosa. 
Zach Gowan, Yoshihiro Tajiri, White Mike, Velvet Sky. So these are just oh, you can beautiful people, or is it just Velvet? I don't see Angelina Love here yet. I really don't. <laughs> so right now it's up to uh, they can put Crowbar in here. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so those are not all the names. There's obviously more names that's, that's going to be in here. But uh, those are like just to show you what their market's going to be like. I'm not necessarily sure when this is supposed to come out, but they've been they've been talking about this WrestleCode for over a year now, and now we actually got footage and seeing stuff come out. I I don't know if it's going to be a late this year type thing because usually we don't get if it's a quarter three or a quarter four type game that we're not going to start getting any kind of big trailers and news until the fall. But that Muhammad Hassan trailer. That they came up with, especially remember when you tweeted me and talked about anybody, any content creators that were talking about news when we start releasing it. That means that it could be on board to come out this year. Yeah, or they could just like um, be trying to get their people so that they can send them that early footage and they can start, you know, <clears throat> doing reviews on it and stuff. That I, I think yesterday or day before they just said, mm-hmm. "Hey, content creators, we didn't forget about you." When the game is close to coming out. We got some special for y'all, so they they thinking it's something special. Yeah, and, and right now it's like okay, this will be a first time that you can have a game full of just like indie people. And I was like, you know, that's dope because I was like, you know, for I mean, I like Ring of Honor, but there's some people in the Ring of Honor I do like. Same thing with Impact Wrestling, and it's like obviously the main money will go to the main games and stuff like that. So I am I'm interested in wrestling code, and believe uh, I, I'm into this AEW game because it looks like it's going to play like SmackDown. Here comes the pain. I think they got a No Mercy engine, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the, the No Mercy engine with Yorks is almost the same as Here Comes the Pain. Yeah. So that right there will be dope also. My biggest concern about the AEW game is where are they going to be able to include all these newer people that's coming in? Like, like where does like the roster deadline stop? Because I would like to see Sting in there. I would like to see Miro. I would like to see... <laughs> I'm telling you, they got time. I'm telling you. Look, you're right, but I don't think it's coming out this year. But I'm like, but I do think the way wrestling games work and, and other stuff like that, I do think that they will probably try to come out in 2022. Because I think I'm gonna say 23 because that was the date that they had like initially before they even when they started planning this whole thing out. But um, you know, we'll 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 see when 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 stuff comes out. Cause they got like they still got to do the car mode, the, the creative wrestler modes. They still have to add people in. They got to do the Titan Trons and the, all these other creation type modes, other arenas, other logos, the crowd and how they move and stuff, the the motioning and how people move and the entrances and the extra entrances and all that kind of stuff. They got a lot of stuff to add and to yeah, make sure that it's right. But, but when you have a team, those people can get stuff done really quickly. And we, like I said. If if we were talking about if we were talking like this last year, I got you. When when Cody and and Auto came out, and obviously the pandemic pushed stuff back. But if they got that footage of Darby Allen wrestling, and it looks like here comes the pain when he's wrestling, and they have like a still still model of him, all that stuff is being worked on, and it could be close to done. I don't think so. You really don't think so? No, because the first footage we got was with fans in front of an arena, and then it don't even, the game don't even look like that no more. 
You're right. The game, that Jericho, it was Jericho Omega and Sheeta footage. The game does not look like that at all anymore because they changed the way that the characters are. Yeah, and that's 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 the good thing. We seen that footage last year. I mean, that was just you said last year, like it was so long. I I, I swear I don't think Bro, it was that last long. Last year it was around August of last year. And Maybe. we about to be in August of this year, so that's a year. It could have been August. So it's like so after a year it's oh, like wait, no, no, no. That was November. Sorry. Okay, so November, so roughly about nine months. You know? So but don't, that things I'm excited for now. I know people want to know about 2K22. Now, here's my issue with 2K22. Because I'm not... The problems with 2K22... I'm not blaming 2K all the time. I have to blame Vince. Because 2K be having plans for this game. And Vince, if he don't like the plans or he don't want certain things going back on it because of sponsors or what he doesn't want to show on his on his TV on, on, on his brand, he's gonna pull him out the game. There have been reports of him doing this before. Now, obviously, they're saying that the 2K22 is going to hit different, but obviously, I'm worried about 2K22. One, we haven't heard nothing yet, basically. Usually, yeah. by this time in July, we know who's on the cover. And, and what system is going to be on and when the release date and by August we're getting a roster reveal then mm-hmm. September is when we get obviously all the footage and things that it can do then October beginning of October we pick up the game now they they have put out that saying that this game was probably going to try to be released in September and I was like damn September y'all going to be pushing it because we have no information we don't know who the cover is going to be the pre uh, the, the DLC or who, uh, if there's going to be a special, you know, pack with it. Don't know how the game plays. And now, especially since everybody got released, the roster's taking a hit. I think they're going to do, like, a big reveal because they, uh, they are the sponsors of SummerSlam, so. Yeah, now, usually when 2K is the sponsor of a pay-per-view, the game comes out usually the next month. That's what I'm worried about. Because, see, when it, it was last year, 2K20 was, uh... Hell in a Cell was promoted 2K20, and that was after the game came out. And then the, the year before that, 2K, 2K19, it was whatever one. No, I'm sorry. Last year was Battlegrounds. And Battlegrounds came out in September. And then uh, 2K20 came out, and Hell, the Hell in a Cell uh, was, was promoting that. And then the year before that, it was a Clash of Champions that was promoting 2K19. And that came out the next month. So it's a possibility it could come out, but they said there's supposed to be some news uh at SummerSlam about two K twenty two. But I'm like, but damn. Huh? Now I can see them probably trying to give us like a uh a, a somewhat roster reveal or something. Cause why would they start sponsoring it months early? Not just like one month, but months, like with the Ness early. Yeah, but, saying, but even by at this time, over previous years, we would get a cover reveal. We even get that because I would. I mean, I'm I'm fine with waiting. If, if I'm fine with waiting for a cover reveal if we get more information when we get the information. Yeah, if, if we if we get information and it's it's a it's a big load of information such as 
hey, we're going to give you the cover reveal, what the DLC is going to be, and we're going to let you know what the roster is going to be. Then I'm cool with that. But see, right now, everybody's wondering if they got to rearrange, do do some things because they released Strowman. They released, uh, they, they, they got Dale Bryan's going, Sting is going. Uh, a lot of other people have are, are going. Icons are going, and these are a lot of people that they could. Velveteen Dream is going. These are a lot of people that could have been part of the my career story, or whatever the case may be. It's like if you got to take these people out, you got to take them out. Or it could be a case like Two K Battlegrounds where it's just too late, and they got to still be part of the game. Such as the Good Brothers. They were in Two K Battlegrounds. It was like, yo, it's too late to take them out. So it could be a thing. But if Vince yeah, wants so to be we'll, a little we'll baby. See what happens. If Vince want to be a little baby and have his way and say there's no Dan Bryan because you know he still got to pay Dan Bryan for them kind of royalties, then yeah, he gonna want to be pissing. He ain't gonna want to. He ain't gonna want to uh, pay that man. But I would say right now the one I'm most excited for, because only because I know I think it may come out later on this year or early next year is the Wrestling Code. But I I'll, I'll be lying if I said I'm not kind of excited to see what different things 2K22 is going to bring. Uh, yeah. I will wait for that one. I, I, will, I will not hold my breath. Uh, fair enough. I, I, I can see. It's just like, I want them to be like NBA. Where NBA, we already we already know the three covers is coming out and stuff like that. I'm just curious to see what the classic teams are going to be. But, you know, it's kind of hard. We, we, we are in July. We'll be in August in a couple of weeks. So, obviously, you know, but yeah, to answer your question, I, I, I'm more, I'm mostly excited for the wrestling code. It looks like it's going to be uh, a, a decent game. I hope it plays. I hope it plays well. I I hope we can just have like unlimited style indie style. What do you think game. like the arenas would be? So I think the arenas. What would do you probably, think like the arenas would be? I think the arenas would be like uh, evolve or House of Hardcore or. Uh, Shimmer or uh, Grimm's, to- you know, the, the the GTS Arena, Grimm's Toy Store Arena, or the FCW Arena. You know, I, I think it's going to be all those kind of indie arenas. And then, of course, you're going to have your generic, like, you know, high school gym, parking lot, or, uh, you know, kind of a, or Madison Square Garden, or something like that. And then maybe, you know, uh, they could be some kind of, you know, things like that like somebody else could probably get their own kind of arena but I think those are kind of the arenas we're going to get and I think we're going to get all the kind of indie style matches that's what which, which, which what I'm excited about such as like the death match or infernal matches or stuff like that where that side of wrestling does not take itself as seriously or don't have to worry about too many sponsors so you're able to do whatever the fuck you want to do I think all right, okay. I, I think that's what that's why I think I'm mostly excited about I think it's going they're going to treat it like you know, it's gonna, as long as it has good gameplay, but you can do any kind of stuff. That, like with with the Muhammad Hassan trailer and him like spit fire, I was just like, yo, I really think this thing is gonna be crazy. And, and him giving Scott, yeah, they might have like an exile match or something. I don't know. Yeah, you know, so, something like that. You know, I I just I just want it to be you know fun and up to date. At you know oh, when I play it, you know you know and just have all that kind of stuff. But you know, oh, huh? this also, this game also is the game where they're gonna have like DLC. So like they're not gonna come out with a new game, just gonna keep adding people. 
now that's a good thing. That's a, I think that I, I think you should keep adding peep uh, wrestlers, arenas, matches like you know keep keep up updating the game. I think that will you know help help it out a lot more. Because you can give it that you can give it that that kind of like sports feel like you know if somebody gets a new hairstyle like Anthony Davis keeps changing his shit, it keeps updating 2K. So I like that. Or you can update and just give me a past version of that character also. Whatever the case may be, I think. I, I mean, okay, for 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 some people, do you think they go current or or older? When I mean when I say that, I mean like for example, RVD. Do you think they go like '90s RVD or do you think they go like oh oh six RVD? I, you like, know, stuff like that. I think like I, with the honestly, hair, I think, huh? All current. Angle. Like, you know, like bald Kurt Angle or Kurt with the hair, stuff like I, that. I think they'll do, they'll probably do the same thing 2K does. They'll give you a current Kurt Angle and then they'll give you a, a classic Kurt Angle. I think they do the same thing with RVD. They do it. They do it like, like no more do it when you just flip to the side. Yeah, I think I think it'll be another skin opposed to another character slot. And it's the, you know, flip it. And I think that, I think in this game, They'll probably have the different skins have different movesets, so you ain't got to worry about wasting a character slot, like like they, like they did in No Mercy. No Mercy, the, the other skin had other movesets also, and I don't see why you know they can't do that. So I think I think I think, I think that'll be dope. But uh, hope that answers your your question out there. So guys, we gotta get ready to get up out of here. I appreciate you guys. Um, uh, staying in with us and listening to us on the podcast. Make sure you guys check out Spaces Philly. Dot com and check out the podcast on there the Lulu and Pop Plus One Lulu and uh, Pop Horror Show both sides the Mark and Dark Show also check out the Nerd uh, Coalition's content on there as well uh, the No Gimmick Scene of Wrestling Podcast Turntable to our Culture and Beyond Drunk Thoughts and the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast make sure you check out the Prime Nostalgia Podcast every single Friday and of course Prime Conversations when that thing comes uh, back up into play listen to us on all the podcast apps such as Stitcher Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts uh, Spotify, Spotify iHeartRadio, all that great jazz. And listen to our snippets on YouTube Premium. So, uh, we about to get up out of here. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Actually, we'll see you probably for the Wednesday Night War. Curious to see what Goldberg, I'm next, is going to talk to Bobby Lashley about tomorrow on, on wrestling. And I also, I, like I told y'all, I'm doing wrestling. I hope he declines his challenge. I know. Uh, I am doing wrestling reactions now. To help spruce up the wrestling side of my channel, so I'm going. So every day I'm gonna be doing some 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 kind of a wrestling related reaction. So if anybody wants me to react to anything wrestling related, post it in the comments below or or, or send it to our many, uh, any of my social medias, and I will react to it. That includes YouTube prime time. All right. Well, I don't know probably let the build or not, but guys, we, we about to get about here. So once again, this is NC a place to be. Chill, try to stay in the and not Deion Sanders for prime time. Prime. All right, y'all. It's being real. I'm about to say, what the hell is okay? Talking this whole time. I've been I've been talking to you. Wow. I don't know what's wrong. Q flow, wherever you at, man. Take us out.
handsome to your ears, welcome to the show We don't need any gimmicks, you already know So sit back, relax, and hit the like button Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming Swag on trivia and prompts top five Either way it's fun and you're hearing it live Join with your host Mr. A&E Yeah you know it's the place to be, it's NC At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do. All do. 